Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, November the, what is it today? 21st. Let's go to check because I thought I was about to say the 19th. Not quite there. 21st of November in the year of our Lord, Jeff. 2019. <laughs> Technical Alpha Podcast. We've got another great show for you lined up today. Spicy. Uh, not that I would have told you otherwise. Maybe one day I'll mix it up and be like, you know what, guys? I'll be honest with you. Today's show is going to suck some dick. Bam. <laughs> Catch, keep them on the toes. Mm. Set the expectations low and then come in hot. Ooh, I like that idea. Somebody's going to utilize really that. podcast and then just blow them away Blow every them time. out of the water every time. That's how it works. Uh, yeah, welcome, welcome everyone, uh, and thank you for stopping by. If you're watching here live on Twitch, or if you're catching this on YouTube later, uh, or if you're listening on the RSS feeds, thank you guys so much. It means a lot. The, the climb on uh, the climb for Techno Alpha has been gradual, gradual, mm-hmm. but it's been a climb. It's happening. It's a climb. It's happening. It's, we're not setting any land speed records. No. But it is climbing. That's all we need to do. Just keep it's that. Just so climbing. all you guys need to keep doing is tell that like one extra person whenever you got a chance, you're like, hey, you like podcasts, you like game shit. Maybe you're just like two dudes talking about nonsense. We could really we, you know, we have our bases covered here, if you think about it. We we do a little bit of everything. Uh, that's gonna gonna go a long way for us. And uh <laughs> even more so based on the first topic that we have today. But before we get to that. Mr. Black, mm. how was your week? Uh, it's been another week. Uh, Adam just left yesterday, French Adam. So it was nice having him around for for a week. We went out a couple times. Yes. Um, so that was nice. And uh, that's pretty much. That's pretty. That much, was the week. That's been pretty much the show. I mean, you know, it's true. Nothing really Worked changes. And then, Work then and then Fadim showed up. That's it. That's great. all I do. It's good to see him. Yeah, it was good to see him. He's still nice. a beautiful man. He is. He's unfairly attractive. I need some of that. Mm. It'd be nice to have. It's always good to see him. Uh, and uh, next time he'll he'll bring his better half. Apparently, this time didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Better half's off climbing some mountain somewhere, mm. doing some fancy shit, doing more stuff than we are. Yes, <laughs> substantially more. But that's okay. Right now, all we have to worry about is this podcast and Jeff, YouTube. Making big plays again. God, I saw that. Big plays. Uh-huh. Bro, I almost killed myself yesterday. Don't do that. It's close. Don't do that. I was like, you know what? I, I need have, you, Adam. I just can't I do you. this anymore. This fucking YouTube <laughs> stuff, it's going to end me. As the aging me, quite like the, the molding has never been more real as it was yesterday. Oh, fucking molding. Did you <laughs> fucking start with that goddamn word? Uh, basically, YouTube, yet again, doing some, some crazy shit. Um, uh, so where do I even start with this? So this is like, for me personally, this is like shades of when they, when they did the, we don't want hashtags yeah. in the, disc- or, or uh, this or is tags. a little bit more extreme. It's more extreme, but it's yeah. similar in that, in, in the amount of work that is involved yeah. in making sure that everything goes, you know, uh, you know, goes according to plan. Where they they wanted that out, and they were deleting videos on the fly, and they were like, "Yeah, we three have you have three days. We know that some of you have thousands of videos, but have good fun. luck. Uh, have fun. Yeah. Uh, so, COPPA, which is I, I, I'm trying to remember the full thing. It's like the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act or something. In the it's, it's sounds about the, right. It's in the states. Mm-hmm. It's something along those lines. The, those words fit whatever it is. Those words fit regardless. Uh, I think it was signed in somewhere in 1998, and 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 uh, 
give or take what it is, is, is it's set up so that... I thought it was in the 2000s. No, it was 98. 98? Okay. Uh, which is impressive if you think about it, because that's like some dawn in the internet type shit as far as government regulation goes. Kind of impressive. Uh, I don't think it was specifically for the internet, I don't know, but it worked out to be that way anyway. Uh, where you're not just, you're just not supposed to collect information from kids, especially in the... Uh, with the with the purpose of advertising, direct advertising to them, mm-hmm. uh, that you know, kind of the crux of it anyway. It was like a it was a protection thing, privacy and otherwise, as the name would imply, mm-hmm. for children. Mm-hmm. Um, Specifically, age under thirteen. I believe that's the line. It is. Yes. 13. So uh, it's been around for a hot minute, and Google being Google was like, you know what, fuck it, let's just ignore that until we get caught. So what they did was. Uh, they were collecting. Okay, there you go. You can search the web for that. It's listening to us burn Google right now. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, what they did was they were like, fuck it. We're just going to do this until we get caught. Uh, they were, they were gathering children's information and then directly advertising to children. They were basically doing everything that they weren't supposed to do Mm. for quite a long period of time. Mm. And what ended up happening was, of course, the FTC went, wait up, hold on now. Nope. And so they <laughs> slapped them uh, with uh, just recently, everything finally fin- you know, finished up, wrapped up, $170, $180 million. Which, really, if you think about it, is a piss in the wind for Google. But it did force them to make some changes on the website because they officially got caught doing the shit. So, uh, what does that mean? Well, just like every other time Google fucks up, with YouTube as a platform, they avoid as much onus as humanly possible and as much responsibility as humanly possible and pass on as much as humanly possible to the creators and do as little themselves as they can Yep. Uh, because fuck them. And so what does that mean? Well, it means that uh, currently <laughs> they're basically... <laughs> oh, God damn it, I hate this so much. Uh... At a high level, what this really means is that ad monetization on the site, as far as like Google ads, dead. Regardless of what content you provide right now, is dead. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Stop. It's minimal. You've already likely given up on that being a, a major portion of your income, but some people have still been putting in a lot of work, you know, fighting copyright claims or like mislabeled copyright claims and not cursing in their videos and doing everything they can to not get the yellow check mark of, oops, you can't monetize. Forget it. Fuck it. What you need to do is you need to start pushing subscription service either on YouTube or on Patreon or some other thing. Get the fuck away from ads entirely because the changes that they made, you have a a little extra option now when you upload a video uh, where it says, hey, is this video directed at children? And you have a yes and a no. If you click yes, congratulations. You make no money. You make no money. If you click no... Congratulations, they don't run personalized ads on it anymore because they don't know if it's too salacious for their advertisers. And so you make anywhere from 60 to 90% less on your ads. So, no, okay, so so what I'm, what I'm gathering is if you say, yeah, if you say, all right, where do I start? I mean, you can keep going, but I... I've, that's that's, that, that's okay. the crux of it. All right, all right. So, is you still get ads? Yeah. It's just that they're not being... They're not... They're not, they're okay, not so, targeted so, like so, they used so to be. So if you, if you upload a video on YouTube, you're right. Yes. You have an option to say it's... And that'll become January 1st, 2020. 
Yes. Uh, this is when this will take place. Where all of your videos retroactively. Yes. Everything. Everything. Has to be handled. Yes. Yes. So essentially what, what's happening, what's going to happen is if you say, no, it's not for children, you're fine. Business as usual. If you say, yes, it is for children, then the AdSense goes down virtually to zero. They're going to, now we don't know 100% sure, but there's going to be no targeted ads. Um, you're going to lose up to 90% of mm-hmm. your ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on top of that, when you click it is for children, it no longer becomes searchable. Mm-hmm. So you can't search for the video and it pops up. Um, you can't leave any comments on the video that's nope. blacked out. Yep. Um, there, dude. There's a whole slew. Like it's, it's a, it's, it's basically, it's, it's basically death to yes, kid, to kids it's, related. It's game over. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Now, on top of that, um, if, for example, this is where people, this is where people's concerns are, because I did like three hours of research on this mm-hmm. yesterday, because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm a YouTuber too, so I'm like, okay, I better figure out. Vague is the is the word of the day. If this was Sesame yeah. Street, uh, yeah. vague would be the word of the day. So so it's extremely vague, and it's there for a reason, so yes. that YouTube can protect themselves. That yeah. way, if there's any dispute, they just say, you should have known, you should have looked at uh, the, the guidelines. Even the FTC is, is saying... You should have known you better. Known, right? Based on our super vague guidelines, exactly. you should have known better. So where people are are freaking out right now is you're looking at guys like guys and girl uh, YouTubers that do Minecraft videos. Yeah. Uh, Roblox. Yes. Uh, you know the toy Nintendo the, videos. Nintendo video. You know the to- they do toy openings, box uh, openings, for box openings stuff. for yeah. toys. Yes. Uh, there's complete communities of like Lego channels. Yes. Where they build the shit with Legos. Yes. Now here's the problem. It's such a gray area, right, mm-hmm. that if they say, if they go, okay, you know what, I'm going to spice it up, and in my Roblox video, I'm going to start swearing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to you know, do these things to make sure that it's not for kids, is what's going what's gonna to happen is one of these times, and it's up for interpretation, somebody's going to go, hey, this is a Minecraft game, which is Obviously for kids. for kids. Yes, when in reality, this person's making it, for adults, right? So say, you know, they're 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 do- checking out some it's new like mod and they're Minecraft fucking around. exactly right. We're cussing, we're swearing, we're talking yes. the shit. We're just two we dudes. We went to having the world's fun. vagina. It's literally okay. Literally there, in the game, we so said here's aloud, the world's vagina. You put down that no, it's yes. not for kids, or yeah. N- yeah, it's not for kids. Yes, and then the FTC deems that it is for kids. Yep, you're getting over a forty thousand dollar fine, forty two thousand per video. And the the shitty th- the shitty part about that is that this is a, a an amazing combination of YouTube's machine learning algorithm that's going to be picking this stuff out, mm-hmm. and then the FTC deciding from there. The only saving grace in this entire thing is that it's the FTC deciding ultimately when the fine comes down, yep. and not YouTube. Yeah, because the FTC before they levy fines, they actually have human yeah. eyeballs on it that yeah. that say, okay, contextually. Is this really for kids? And the vast majority of the time, it will be painfully obvious with common sense when a video... But 
Nobody wants to rely on Joe Blow or Sally Blow in the FTC fucking head office who's got nope. thousands of videos the landed on no. their desk. The answer's no. And go through it and discern whether or not it is or no. is not what they say it is. The answer's so, nope. Everyone's, and so when this goes up and it's like, yeah, you guys got like mm, a month, have fun. You got four weeks. Some of you have thousands of videos. Mm-hmm. Start making judgment calls as to whether or not any of this shit's for kids. And the and the, the really shitty thing is that even if you are in earnest, being as honest about it as possible, it's still there's a downside dude. no matter which one yeah. you choose. It, it doesn't matter. There's no win. Yeah. It's a lose-lose. Yeah. And so for me per for me personally, um on my channel anyway, we'll have to discuss what we're gonna do with the lag TV channels. I'm not putting a goddamn ad on another video on mm. my ever. Mm. It's done. I'm out. I'm mm. checking out. I'm barely making any money on it anyway. Mm. We're barely making any money on the lag TV shit anyway. <laughs> we make $130 in a month. I want my 130 motherfucker. Well, <laughs> with this new system, that 130 probably not going to be 130 Probably going to be like $1.30. <laughs> com slash lag TV. Like, I'm just not doing it anymore I for a couple you. reasons. I feel you. One... It's not worth the, the headache and, and, and thinking. I literally went in and thank fuck this time they had the wherewithal and I was only informed of this after I went on my Twitter rant that somebody was like, no, 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 bro. It's okay. They have in the, they get it buried in the back end of the goddamn shit new back end for YouTube, which they've just today, by the way, conveniently one month before all this goes out, forced it upon everyone. The beta is no longer beta. Mm. The the YouTube video it's producer, it's, it's here. here now, and it's literally, I'm not joking, I'm, if you're not a YouTuber, at least a minimum of 50 times slower than the original one was. Mm. Nobody I know has actually been making use of the new one if they're, if they're uh, producing videos on a daily basis because it's so slow, and there are options that don't even exist in the new one that the old one has, and so... It's a gong show. Now they forced it, and then they also gave us a month to do all this shit, and it's fucking crazy. So I'm going to, I'm axing it, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the game. Mm. And, and, and it's also so that for, they can, they can force ads on the video themselves if they want, but I'm not personally monetizing it. I'm not giving another goddamn red cent to this fucking company. I'm done. Mm. I'm out. I'm fucking out. I'm, I'm literally going to spend money to pay Mark to back up every goddamn video that we have ever produced so that I have it in my own hands so that the day, which I know is coming, YouTube just starts shutting channels down out of fucking nowhere and I promise you our channels will be in that group. I at least have the decade worth of fucking content mm. that we have produced because mm. we've already lost a lot, about 30% of one of the channels yeah. to their fucking bullshit. Well, you better just past. get rid of that one altogether now for fuck's so sakes all before that, all this shit comes that's down. That's what I'm doing. I already have Lag TV's main one because mm. Google's backup tool actually worked for that one, but it won't work for my solo and, and, and the Lag TV 2 channel. It only gets like three videos. Mm. So I have to go out of my way to either do it myself or help Mark or pay Mark in full to take time to download and back up all this shit so that we have it because mm. I'm do I'm doing I'm dead serious You're I'm done. done with YouTube yeah YouTube I don't blame you, bro. and, and you I, know what YouTube's done with us yeah and pretty much true. every content creator on the platform at least gaming related I think they're just they I know I think it's everyone except for companies producing content on the site that's who they want now they don't they want to deal with corporations making a TV channel on YouTube full stop that's all it is that's the only way that they can vet all their shit and dodge all the bullets, 
and make whatever money they can, and also in a way stop the fucking burn because YouTube has been a a, a loss leader for for Google in in that they've been losing money mm. on YouTube mm. just from the sheer amount of money that it costs and resources to store and stream. All I the would say the I would say if anybody's uploading video, I'm still gonna upload shit on my channel. Oh, I'm still doing it. Like uh, I'm still doing it, yeah, but yeah. I'm backing up yeah, yeah, everything yeah. because I'm I. I think I think basically I think basically what you're gonna have to do now as a content creator is is put a warning at the beginning of every video like hey and and not like for one second flash Mm. like straight up 10 15 seconds of the video at the beginning is still relying on somebody inevitably laying eyes on that and saying hey I saw it this is only because that the shitty part about that in language, and I listened to there was an interview that a radio station did directly with the FTC, one of the guys from the FTC, mm. and she was trying to get him to be more fucking specific about anything, and there was zero specificity involved. And the thing was that he actually he said if even if a part of the video they deemed to be targeted to kids, because they're worried about people trying to circumvent it by just saying a few curse words here and there and then targeting kids. Mm. Even a part is deemed, then you have a problem. So we're not even talking about entire videos just being like labeled not for kids anymore, which is why when people say, why don't, why doesn't YouTube like on Twitch say, Hey, this is for 18 years and older Mm. and legally cover themselves that way. That's not good enough. Shit is down to like the goddamn second on these videos. And it's, and I do a lot of channels are just going to go up and smoke, bro. I'm, uh, I mean, the, the, don't get a, in, a guys. Lot. Don't get into the YouTube business, bro. Don't listen. At the end of the day, it was a good run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we got into this industry as it boomed, so yes. we were like we were one Fresh of the first, the literal presses. one of the first gaming channels to be yes. putting up gaming related content on YouTube, and that era lasted, you know, eight nine years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And during that time, streaming platforms happened. Which basically took over, like, be back in the day, YouTube was the place to go for let's plays, well, any you know, gaming any content. any gaming related content yeah. possible. That's where you went. Then live streaming happened; it became bigger and bigger. And now people would just prefer to watch shit live because it's more immersive. It's more, um, you know, live is just better. You can interact. You feel like you're part of like the action live. Like you're not missing out on something. Uh, it's just better. And I honestly think YouTube knows that too. Um, I think they they've they're seeing massive declines, and I also believe that they are putting their foot down now. Um, be, not only because they have to, but I think they're doubling down on this because at least they have something to have an excuse on. They have they have a sword to die on now, where it's like, listen, guys, the FTC came here, we paid the big fine, we did what we could. You know, this is out of our hands. And that's it. Instead of them just coming out and starting axing channels and just doing shit like blatantly well, yeah, and for, with no them, excuse, it a, now a, it gives a them a complete reason to say fuck all the gaming shit, fuck all that stuff. We're gonna make it as as broad as humanly possible so that everybody's afraid to do it. And now we can just move on. Mm-hmm. You want to do YouTube? You want to do gaming? Go to YouTube Gaming live stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which you can even make the argument that. If depending on the game you're playing, it you could be live streaming for kids. So I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's it's all fucky. Um, YouTube is dead. Uh, it's it it's 
it actually feels dead. Like YouTube just feels like a like a, a like a dead platform. You know what it feels like? It feels like it feels like a lot of other projects that Google either buys up or starts. Yeah. Which is exactly why I lap no offense to anyone who's actually bought it. We're gonna talk about this soon. Google Stadia, mm. thinking that that fucking thing is probably going to be around for any length of time. If it is, it'll be a fucking miracle. Mm. This is the company that has a track record of basically starting up and shutting down shit, left, right, and center, and usually for the dumbest reasons. For reasons that didn't even have to happen in the first place. And so YouTube, the, the, the shittiest thing we've talked about a thousand fucking times, and I don't, know, I don't know if it will ever happen. If there will ever be an alternative, certainly not in the scope of YouTube, but I don't know if it will ever fucking happen because YouTube, YouTube's story will have scared off anyone yeah. who would ever want to get into the space. Yeah. And YouTube's going to stay on top for what they do. Yes. But they're not going to ever going to innovate again. It's, it's, it's going to probably turn into what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's far left as well. Like it, it's becoming like a big fucking fuck show. Um, and it's, and it's just yeah. a whole bunch of, it's a whole bunch of teeny bobbers now doing vlogs and a bunch of political bullshit and late night TV talk show clips and Ellen DeGeneres clips. And it's very, very, uh, it's the, the gaming side of things is dead. Like our industry, it, it, what we do, it's dead. It's done. Yeah. I think that there'll be a place for podcasts on there because it's a different type of mm -hmm. medium. And so I think long form it, gaming content is dead. Oh, that's gone. I mean, that's super shit, that dead. is super dead. Super dead. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if people are even going to make Fortnite videos because you're you're in a position now, at least to make it for money. They might just do it to do it, but you're in a position now where you're we're going to really see who's all about that because when you're not getting paid to make content, uh, you're not likely going to make the content. You know what I mean? You're going to put your effort somewhere else. You got to you got to make money. Well, especially well, what it's going to be, what it's going to mean now is that YouTube for people that are still producing on YouTube, you're going to, you're going to have two different basically stratas. You're going to have the people who are so big and in very specific spots to continue to make money, and then everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so it will be people that are doing it hobby mm -hmm. with little to no money involved, and it will no longer be a viable career mm -hmm. for anyone. Or they have to push their Patreon and and other support in well, other ways. Well, that's the only place. And yeah. the, uh, but here's here's the fucking thing that you run up uh, uh, against now uh, as well is that um, your options, your two biggest options right now with YouTube are YouTube's actual own subscription service, mm -hmm. which um, is a hard thing for people to drive. I don't know that many people doing all that well just off of the YouTube uh, subscription service and Patreon and. Patreon has been uh, is is a company that's been like riding the line of existence now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I for mean, so are, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you would you would think that in these kind of instances where there's a like an there would be an influx of people, but at the end of the day, there's a a not insignificant other number of people who won't go near Patreon because of a of of what they have done as a company. Um, they just don't want to give Patreon any money, and so the content creators are left with. Well, it's either they're going to have to, or they're just going to go broke. That's it. I mean, you have two. You literally so, have again, two. So options. again, you're doing. You're you're either you're doing it as a hobby. There's no. Yeah. There's no yeah. more. It's, it's it's you're not doing this as a career. There are there are some, and I already personally looked into it. There are, you can do some subscription services um, through websites of your own. Like I have my own website coming uh, coming up here, and I was looking into getting away from Patreon 
for that very reason, because people were like, nah, they did some shit with Jordan Peterson, and now I can't give them money. And so, the thing is, it costs a fortune to run, so you have to be doing pretty big numbers in the first place. And then the irony there is that one of the main platforms that everyone used for a long time, Patreon owns. Yeah. Uh, or it's a sister company to them. So in order where you go, you're you're gonna you're getting fucked. Yeah. So it's as a content creator right now, it's a crazy time. It's a it's a hectic space with I'm sure anxiety running through a lot of people. Oh yeah. Uh, especially people who is their main source of income on YouTube. Dude, there's a lot of them. Uh, which there's a lot of people. A lot of those Roblox dude. I was watching videos on YouTube of like Roblox uh, YouTubers that are like crying on video. Like um, I don't know what to do. Like they're, they're and and, they're, and I feel for them because it's their livelihood, and the the problem is it's such a gray area that it's not even something you want to fuck with. It, no, like like if you if you're like you know what I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the YouTube game and I'm just gonna roll the dice and just hope that my shit just does not go to the FTC. Bad life choice. That's and I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. Real bad life I tell you choice. something right now. Somebody will be made an example of. Dude, not you, only not only that, you know what's gonna happen <laughs> is you're gonna have fucking. Idiots yes. that love drama, that yeah. love to tear people down, and there's going to be mass reporting. reporting. Yeah, yeah. They get, dude. Somebody's going to make a video and they're going to go, "Up, oh, this is this is interpreted for a 13 year old or a 12, 10 year old." Report. Why? Why are you talking to them in two octaves higher than your normal voice? Are you trying to pander to 10 years olds? Yeah. Report. It's going to be like the Twitch thing. Oh, you said a bad word. Um, everybody, mass report. <laughs> <laughs> Banned for seven days, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do, bro. Your own goddamn communities, bro. Your own fucking communities. That's what they'll do to you. You even fucking walk that line. You even, you even, you even fuck with that line just a little bit. Report. I like to see you burn. It's fucking Fucker. weird, bro. It's fucking weird, bro. Dude, that's what that's that's actually what it's that's what they do. That's what they do, man. And I'm telling you. Somebody somebody makes a Minecraft video, it's gonna get mass reported, and uh, it's gonna. I, there, that's the that's the segment that's truly fucked, and the only thing that saves me from being too concerned about ours is that we were so so fucking lewd and cursed so much in our videos that there is no there's no human on earth that could watch our, our I Minecraft videos. I just delete videos. them. I just fucking put them on a hard drive and delete them, dude. Basically, how delete it? What basically what's going to happen on that second channel? Axe everything except once, for the podcast once, stuff. Once I have everything. Fucking be done with it. Uh, backed up. Yeah, I'm deleting. Yeah, delete all of it except all, podcast shit. All of that shit. Bye. And bye bye. Just podcast stuff yeah. is going to be on that channel. Bye bye. And in the future, when we have an option somewhere to put it, I'll then fucking we'll put, put it, it on back there. up. Yeah. But until that day comes, yeah. I will have all the videos. Yeah. Fuck them. But I'm just. I'm not. I'm not playing this game. I'm just not. No. I'm not going down this road with YouTube again. And you know that next year, probably the same time, there will be something else. Yep. It'll be the next round. Yeah, dude. Yearly. Yeah, There's some other thing that you have to go through. Come 2020, of you're going to see a lot of YouTubers no longer be YouTubers. Yeah. January 1st, 2020. I say during the holiday season, you're going to see all kinds of videos of, all right, guys, wasn't expecting to make this video, but here we are. This is the end. You're going to see tons of those videos. Oh, yeah. Tons. And here's the thing, guys, and before we move on to the, the next subject, because I'm tired of talking about fucking YouTube. Mm. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been preaching this. I, I actually had a conversation with a streamer uh, last weekend. All right? I'm not going to say who this streamer is, but this streamer messaged me 
mm. on the on the on the DL, mm. and the streamer is relatively successful. I mean, you know, I, I guess success is whatever you you think it is. That's but why you say relatively? He does he does well. Yeah, he does well. Several dollars are earned. Several dollars earned. Yeah. All right. He's he's grown a a, a fan base, and he has an opportunity to have a sponsorship. So he asked me sort of the process mm-hmm. of, you know, how how much do you usually get paid for a sponsor? How do I know what I'm worth? How do I know if I'm pushing too, like looking for too much? Um, you don't want to scare the sponsor You don't want to scare them, but yeah. you also don't want to undercut yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then the other, the other big thing was, is and once we were done th- going over that hurdle, his other one, his other main concern is, and this is a big concern from the vast majority of non-super famous streamers, all mm-hmm. right, is I'm scared of what my community is going to think. Mm-hmm. Is it going to turn off my a, fans? I took a sponsor. Do on, I yeah. look like a sellout? Yeah. Because the moment you take a sponsor, you're going to have people because you got to advertise the sponsor. Yes. So you're going to have people that mm-hmm. are going to be like, "You're a fucking sellout. I don't yeah. want to listen to this." You know, I thought you I weren't about this. I remember when you didn't have these and things. I remember when you were broke and you lived in a one-bedroom apartment and you couldn't pay your bills and you had collectors calling you and you were a fucking miserable wreck yeah. looking to, and I, and I was supporting your dream to make a better life. And now that you've made a better life, Fuck I you. want you to go right back to the same fucking spot you were. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because they love you on your come up, but they hate you when you get there. But anyway, his main concern was that. And I told him this. And Fuck him. Fuck him. Well, I <laughs> I might have actually said that, yeah. but my 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 main thing was this: never apologize and feel bad for being successful at what you've grown and what you've earned. Yeah, if you have taken years of of work and dedication to grow a big enough viewer base to to uh, have the ability to monetize that for a company that's willing to pay you hard earned dollars for your real estate on your stream page and it's ethically uh sound with what you do and it's an opportunity for you to make good money yeah and build a relationship with the sponsor do it never apologize for making more and and earning what you have earned to get to yes and so i say this what i'm saying about this is guys buckle up everybody that is <laughs> on youtube on twitch the fuckers that are taking $20 million checks and going over Mixer, keep making your money. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much we're our own bosses, ultimately Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, whatever, they own you. And at any time, they can end you. Yes. They can throw a curveball no matter how fucking big, how much money, how good things are going, whatever. They can fucking end you like that. And nine times out of ten, they can end you, and they they don't even have to tell you why they ended you. They just, just do it. So this is it. Make your fucking money. Because what we're seeing now is we're going to see thousands of YouTubers out of a job, and I guarantee 85% of them 
are going to be fucking broke because they're sitting there making a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a year, living in California, partying like rock stars, buying fucking hundred thousand dollar cars every year, going to fucking casinos and clubs, buying up like motherfuckers, wearing two thousand dollar fucking sweaters, living the fucking life and vlogging all of their escapades and all this other fucking shit, and they're gonna be fucking broke because the paychecks are coming to an end. Make your money, be smart, or get fucked. Because at the end of the day, none of this is promised. You have a shelf life in this industry. And it's either the shelf life of you staying relevant or the shelf life of your platform that you stream on or you provide content on staying relevant and existing. (laughs) Because one way or another, you are going to get fucked. And you have to prepare your body for the inevitable end. Thank God Mm -hmm. our income Mm -hmm. is not dependent on YouTube anymore. Mm -hmm. If this same thing happened six or seven years ago, we are done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, we're fucked. We don't have a paycheck. It's over. Back to Swiss Chalet. And here's the worst part. Most of these content providers, they do this for three, five, seven years. Though The successful ones, the ones are really going to be fucking reamed here. They got no education, most of them. They haven't saved up. They got nothing in retirement. And they just used up a big chunk of their growth in the corporate market or building another business. And now they got to start at the bottom at a higher age. So now you're coming in at 30, 27, 28, 35, 40 with no no skills other than being a content creator, which... There's plenty of skills within that, but I'm saying to get in on the ground floor, now you got to compete against 18, 19, 20-year-olds coming to university that have the degrees or have the opportunities and the connections, and all you know is your little fucking circle that you've been jerking off in for and being complacent is all shit because you're making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a year, and next thing you know it, you're broke and fucked. So, guys, content creators... Stop trying to please your goddamn audience like they owe you something and start fucking monetizing and being smart with your money if you actually want to live in this industry and live after it. Because at the end of the day, shit like this is going to happen. It's only a matter of time before shit like this happens on Twitch and Mixer for different reasons. For different reasons. When is going to come the time when a video game industry goes, hey, I'm getting tired of people making millions of dollars off my fucking game. Now there's a price to pay. Or, oh, you can't monetize unless you've got my permission. Something is... Oh, you can't play any music at all on stream. These things are going to happen. It's inevitable. And it's only going to make the vice grip harder and harder and harder. And I, I feel for motherfuckers getting in the industry right now. I mean, there's money to be made. I'm not trying to scare anybody away. But at the end of the time, you got to be fucking smart. And you got to be smarter than everybody else or you're going down. And I feel bad for everybody that's going to get fucked come January 1st, 2020. But it isn't like I didn't tell you so. That's why you got to have your hands in many pockets. And, and to all the viewers uh, of your favorite art, uh, uh, your content creators, support them. Support them in any way you can. You know, it doesn't have to be throwing money at the screen, but telling your friends about a show, uh, you know, retweeting, all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, dude, and I talked about this on my stream yesterday, because somebody asked me, you know, what uh, uh, said something about uh, uh, like ad revenue and shit. And I said, like, the only times 
ad revenue is good is in October, November, December, right? Because Christmas and the ad fill is holiday holiday season. They're paying more. And the reality is, I would say 85% of my income comes from the generosity of the viewers, period. Donations, subs. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Without those... Oh, it's game over. It's game the fuck. Ads mean nothing, dude. It's game. Ad, ads are like over. ads are like the fucking the the absolute like in the in the great latte of revenue in our industry. Right. It's they're the three bubbles on top that the, that the fucking barista is trying to draw you know draw fucking Richard Simmons in the top of your fucking latte cup. Yep. Uh, for fifteen extra dollars. Yep. It's the eyeballs of Richard Simmons and his fucking weird pubic hair head. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what the advertisement is. Mm-hmm. It's just the finishing touches. It's the uh, 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 there you go, Stephen. My name's Adam. Doesn't matter. That's what the fuck that's that it. is. That's it means it. nothing. Which is exactly why people like Jim Quisition run zero and have on YouTube zero ads yep. forever. All Patreon have Patreon. That's it. One dollar entry fee. Period. Dude makes like thirty grand a month. Boom. And that's what get, you have to do. That's it. But the the thing is, you really have, sometimes it's difficult to transition to that because the longer you're in, um, the ro- the longer that you monetize in certain ways, the community that you build is used to certain monetization schemes and changing it and and uh, changing it and having them be understanding of it or but even harder participating in a new uh, uh, revenue scheme is fucking hard. Yep. Super hard to convert that kind of that that kind of shit. Yep. If Everyone who watched this podcast or listened to this podcast with Patreon gave $1 a month. Done. Well, I mean, that's that's literally life-changing amount because it's, you know, it's astronomical. But the thing is, is... But to, but, but to convince somebody to go... It's my surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To convince somebody to go and do that and spend that dollar, which if that was the case, if every content creator... That was in a position on YouTube or Twitch or, or anything else that had cons- their, their main viewers, their core viewers, which is it tends to be about, I'd say, 40-ish percent of any concurrent viewer in a live streaming environment were to give a dollar a month, then so much shit would just go away <laughs> in terms of revenue uh, need for people. But it's converting people, and especially when you've changed uh, what it is that you're doing, like I was saying. If your use, if your viewers are used to seeing you, which and this plays into the entire thing Jeff was just talking about, in regards to having people uh, be upset about having a sponsorship. If your entire revenue base has been in the past coming specifically from not running advertisements, having subscribers roll through, and uh, any kind of tips that that happen on top of that, and then you throw a sponsor into the mix because you're trying to further increase your revenue capacity then those people, a lot of them, tend to not like change and they, they revolt and sometimes you'll end up losing almost as much as you gain on the other side. So I feel like the wisest thing for the vast majority of content producers to do to, to go for right now is to move as far away. If, imagine your ads don't even exist anymore. Yes. Pretend they don't exist. The money that you used to earn from ads, pretend it doesn't happen anymore because if it isn't already gone, it will be gone in the future and focus on locking up sponsorships that you can directly put into your videos yep and monetize your your audience as much as possible and try to try to try to uh try to encourage them to move into that headspace where it's look if you like this content and you consume it on a daily basis or or consistent basis and you want to see this coming or continue 
you don't have to spend a fortune here. But you and everyone else giving a dollar a month, mm. more it's it's more than we would ever make with advertisements. Yes, but it's but it's split across everyone for a dollar. Yeah, but is it's mobilizing <clears throat> the good people thing? The good thing about that is the good thing about that is is consumers now are getting are getting bred, so to speak, to being used to paying for content because you've got things like Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO. People are understanding the value of a subscription-based um, thing. You know, subscriptions five years ago mm-hmm. was not as accepted as they are today. No. I mean, people will jump all over a subscription now if you can give enough yes, a value, yeah, some sort of uh, value, to some it. sort of value to it. Yeah. They'll jump on that. So that's good. The co- that's what always kind of bothered me is the content itself is never enough value. I know. It's, it's, it's because an arbitrary it's, yeah. emoticon. Because they're used, to, a, they're used to just getting it for free. It's the entitlement yes, of it, right? Yes, exactly, yeah. It's the entitlement. And they, that's they, what I mean yeah, by yeah. it's hard to mobilize people when they're so used to a certain paradigm. Yeah. And then you switch it up on them and you go, all right, guys, well, yeah. I, I really, I love Well, to. it's kind of like you the same can't. thing as like, hey, you know, most children out there when, uh, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably most, but there there are exceptions. Mm. Where do you wake up in the morning, you know, as a as a you know, thirteen, twelve, thirteen, when you get mature enough and you go to your parents every day and you say, Hey, thank you so much for the uh for the roof over my head. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, yeah. I just appreciate what you do for me on yeah. a regular basis. No, they don't, because it's just something that they're accustomed to. The time when they get the thank yous is when, you know, they make that extra special something for dinner, you know? Mm. Or you get that video game, get or it's Christmas time, and yeah. you're given presents. That's when you say thank you. Yes. Why aren't you saying thank you every day? Well, it's entitlement. It's what you're used to. It's it's you don't even think about uh, the 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 effort and the work that goes in. Well, you know what some of this is is that on the internet where everything is free, mm. not everything is actually free. No. The 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 saying that nothing in life is free has is has never been more accurate than when it comes to anything you find on the internet. Nothing, I repeat, nothing you consume on the internet is free. Is free. No. If it is free, what that usually means at bare minimum is they're collecting as much of your data as possible and then selling that. to sell that to somebody <laughs> else. So you're not technically paying them in your dollars, you're paying them with your information. That's true. Which is, unbeknownst to most people, Far more valuable yes. than any dollar amount that they were going to give them in the first place to make use of the service or consume Yes, the because that dollar you're going to give them, they don't need that because they're going to sell you something that's worth $100 Way more directly money. smacked right in front of you. The, the problem <laughs> is that, the problem is that when, when individual content creators enter the space, that revenue, uh, that, that, that revenue door is not open to content creators. Mm-mm. We don't collect information and sell it on the back end to be able to provide content for free Mm -hmm. the closest we ever had to that was literally advertisements well that subscribe you watch an ad you're covered you gave us your five fucking cents for this video Mm. you're covered covered that is true and now you're taking that away and the only thing that you can monetize now are eyeballs in terms of advertisement with direct advertisements baked into the video via sponsorships? And how much do they hate on that? Which are seen, which are seen oftentimes by people 
as even worse than a, a, a automatic oh, and pre-roll YouTube, ad. And YouTube gets it. Like, the hate on YouTube Super for that shit fucking, is... Yeah. It's like, bro, I have an ad blocker for a reason. Why yeah. am I seeing ads in your video? It's like, ma, fucker, I don't give a shit about, you know... I'm here to see a review on this PC case. I don't want to see a 30-second ad about RAM. Yeah, how dare you pay your bills, cocksucker? Fuck. Dislike. Fuck. But yet I'm going to consume this 20-minute video that you put five hours into. Fuck you. I didn't want to hear it. That's what they do. So anyway... Let's move on to the next. And yeah, before someone asked, uh, that was my surgeon. Uh, I get, I'm getting surgery on my knee. Uh, I'm kind of salty. Yesterday they called me and they said, hey, we've got a date open for you on December 19th. And I was like, well, uh, I'll ask my wife just because it's, you know, Kai's first Christmas. And I didn't want to be like in, you know, going through recovery and stuff like yeah, yeah, in the yeah. middle of the holiday season. Yeah, of course. And uh, and then Kayla's like, well, I'll just get it done. So I was like, all right, fine. So then I called them like at 9 a.m. this morning and I left mm. a message like, I'll take the spot. They just called me to like, yeah, sorry, we filled it. Rip. So, but yeah, it's fine. They said they're going to get me in in January. So, I mean, oh, it's not that I'll just fucking, like, like you know, wait a half. month. Not yeah, really. Yeah, a month and a bit. So Beautiful. But yeah, there you go. So that was a, a lot attacked onto it. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time in the content creator space. And, uh, yeah. There Just, it is. There it is. Have fun. Uh, more Google news. Google Stadia launched, Jeff. It did. Well, it's not, well, sort of. It got off the ground. It technically launched, but it was like, it got Didn't off fly the anywhere. It, it got off the ground in the same way that the Wright Brothers plane got off the ground. It did. <laughs> it just didn't stay up for very long, and it eventually came down in not the most graceful manner. That's pretty much where Stadia is at right now. Yeah. Stadia launched with a limited uh, a limited feature set that was even more limited than they had originally planned. Uh, games are not playing at particularly high resolutions in some cases. You're looking at stuff like Red Dead running at 1080p medium settings uh, on their end, sending it to you. So you're like you're getting like console quality stuff, like barely. When the whole purpose of this was so that you didn't have to have a, an Uber PC to experience those kind of gra- that kind of graphical fidelity. Well, fuck you. That's not what you're going to get. You're going to get potato quality, uh, not only in terms of streaming, but actually the, the computer running it at the other end. Furthermore, uh, on top of that, and pro- perhaps the worst part about this is that so many people that pre-ordered this thing, even back in like fucking August or some shit, haven't gotten their keys yet. Awesome. They're currently sending out, when people are contacting them, uh, Google, they're currently sending out keys for June. I need to, what I need to do is I need to understand the only, I, I have one reason I can come up with, but I need to understand that when you sell pre-sale something for a very specific date, it comes out November, you know, let's, I can't remember what day it was, but let's say it was the 15th, just for the sake of it. November 15th, Google Stadia, pre-order now, play on November 15th. What that really meant was pre-order now and whoever got there first, you're going to actually play on the 15th and then everyone else, we're going to, uh, we don't even have a timeline for you. It's. It'll be ready when Sometime it's ready. in the next couple weeks. Great. And it's a key. Good news. It's not even hardware. Yeah, I know. People are getting the yeah. controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just can't And they just have to email it. a fucking code. So the only thing I can think of is that is that the service is They're throttling is how so, many people yeah, are. They're, yeah, they're throttling how many people get in to, so that whoever is playing is getting a decent experience and they're, and exactly. they're testing it. Yeah. But that's false fucking advertising. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. You know, it's one thing if there was like a stall in hardware. It's like, oh, we can't, we literally can't fill this order right now, but it's a software key. And what's even crazier is how specific your Google account needs to be in order to make all this shit work. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, for example, who are doing reviews and stuff like that, and they're a business, they're using like G Suite related stuff, and the G Suite stuff isn't accepted as an account. Okay, fuck. So people are having to make 
new separate accounts just to be able to use this shit fucking service. Get fucked. With like 22 games, most of which are old in the first place, running at shit resolutions, and then barely fucking getting to you because it's relying on like, G, you know, 5G Wi-Fi and shit. Bro, it's a hot fucking mess. It's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire from top to bottom. Mm. But we already said it was going to be dumpster fire. It's going to be a dumpster fire. Because even if all this shit went right, what I'm about to say next is exactly why this is too early. It's going to fail. And I would not be shocked that, like many other things, like Google Plus, Google maybe doesn't actually support this for very long before they just toss in the towel. Mm. Here's some stats for you. (laughs) You ready? My body is ready. For one minute of 1080p streaming, that 1080p medium setting game that you could build a fucking $300 computer to basically do the same thing. 100 megabytes. For a minute. 100 minutes. You want to know what playing it for an hour at 720p, if you want to go back that far in time? That wouldn't even look, just just for reference, 720p would look like dog shit on my phone, on a screen that big. Alright, 720p, you want to know how much an hour of 720p is going to run you? 7 gigs of data. 7 gigs of data. Rip. NordVPN. NordVPN, use the promo code OTT so that you can mask your IP address to somewhere else so that your provider is not going to throttle your ass from using Stadia. NordVPN, use the promo code OTT70% off. Link is in the description below. Seven gigs for a 720p experience. That is insanity. (laughs) Holy fuck. Dude, you can... The answer is no. Dude, a Netflix 4K HDR stream. Dude, what are they? Doesn't even approach that. And if it's like a four-hour-long movie, what are they decoding this at? Like, what are what are they like? Well, first of all, the thing that people need to also re- realize is that no matter who, no matter what anyone tells you, and I f- I need you to listen to me very carefully, okay? Unless you are actually blind, even if you were streaming this shit at 1080p or 4K or 1440p, which uh, by the way, if it's seven gigs for 720p. <sighs> Throw 4K out the window. <laughs> I pro- no matter how it good it is, 70 gigs an hour. <laughs> no matter how good it, no matter how good it is, what you need to realize is that no stream, especially with what we've got right now, technology-wise and encoding-wise, no stream is going to give you, even if the picture is still, the clarity of just having it yeah. locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the nature of what it is to encode something. Yeah. So if you're playing a game at 1080p medium settings and that already looks like dog shit locally, <coughs> or just looks, let's not say dog shit, let's say okay. It no, looks it's, okay. It's going to look, it's it's look, look okay. It's going to look a little less okay but by it, the time you get it. You get that on Stadia? Yeah. Now we're really talking yeah. about not okay. Yeah. Now it just looks bad. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like double mix downing a file. And right? you're rebuying all these games specifically for Stadia. I think this shit right now, bro, I, well, it's a, it's a hot dumpster fire. Um, I think right now this is just for, I don't even know what this is for yet. It's for, I can tell you right now, it's for about 2% of the populace in North America. Yeah. 
if I was just going to take a guess, yeah. at who has, one, the connection speed, two, the connection quality, meaning how many hops before you hit the first Google server that they're providing the service on, and three, unlimited data. Yes. That's... Which is, of all three of those, that's the, the most important part of, yeah. this com- of, of this entire equation. <laughs> because if you're talking about playing and, and, at 1080p... Well, you better have fast internet, too. That's like 30 gigs an hour. The answer is no. Dude, you're going to be crushing Bro, your Bro, we've got unlimited here. They'd and still even they would go, they go like, hey, uh, we just want to make sure you're not torrenting. <laughs> uh, we just want to make sure that uh, you, know, you don't have your entire fucking town... At your house right now, connected yeah. all on the one fucking internet connection. Dude, I got sketched when I when I backed up the lag TV channel. It was two. It was two terabytes. Jesus. So it was two down. I downloaded two terabytes and I uploaded two terabytes. <laughs> They're probably going, "What the fuck is going on here?" And bless Bell, didn't get a call, didn't pay any more. There you go. Uh, and that was four terabytes in twenty four hours. So, Google Stadia 4K. <laughs> Playing that for 24 three, hours? Three hours of gaming. <laughs> a little ladder Mind, session on playing top. Mi- playing Minesweeper? Playing Minesweeper. <laughs> anyway, what playing a fail. Commander Keen I'm on sure, a box. I'm sure every week we're going to have something more to say. Oh, we're going to sure. hear more and more oh, about I'm, this fucking I'm, I'm sure, fire. but it is a hot mess. One of my favorite things to watch, if you haven't seen it already, is uh, Gamers Nexus. Tried, they wanted to do a teardown on the controller to see what the internals of the controller were like. <laughs> Dude, this controller. I have to hand it to them. I don't know how strong it is. If you get in a rage fest, you start beating it, how strong it is. But actually opening the controller, almost impossible. Because they use such heavy and massive clips around the entire out- outline of the controller. Mm. That Steve first tried a heat gun, 500 Fahrenheit heat gun. To the point where he hit it so hard that when he tried to pry it, it pent the plastic on the controller, trying to get it to open up. Holy shit. Then he dumped LN2, liquid nitrogen, on top of it to, like, cool it down and to try and, like, crack some shit to get it open. That didn't work. So then he got a Dremel and he cut the fucker open. Damn. Just to get the fucker open. That's the perfect Dark Souls controller right there. Well, I, that's why I said I don't know how good it is if you just start smashing the fucking controller. Holy but fuck. if you want to open it, it's like almost they didn't want anybody getting inside there to see any technology. technology. They wouldn't see nobody in that bitch. Not the, and but when you open it, it was like every other fucking controller in the market. There's nothing. There was nothing special on the inside of this controller. But yeah, the shit was shit was crazy. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely have more as it comes along. Uh, a footnote that I had here was coincidentally, or probably not coincidentally, Microsoft X Cloud Preview uh, was around. People were getting their hands on that. And uh, everyone's saying that while you can still tell it's a stream, just like you could with, in terms of visual fidelity, uh, was running much better than, than Stadia. Stadia. We'll see. And so when it fully launches, that will be when we only then can we tell. But I have a sneaking suspicion. It's going to be the same shit, bro. It's well, actually, a, well, It's going to be a gong show. It's going to be a shit show, bro. I think that the data rate will probably be similar, but I'm going to, I'm putting my chips down that Microsoft's, uh, Microsoft's, what's called xCloud, will actually work. Mm. It's still going to crush your data, Mm. but functionally speaking, I'm putting my money down that Microsoft is actually going to make it work. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's my bet. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll find out more, you know, uh, more about that soon. Uh, next up, uh, X Bioware GM. Uh, who was around all the way back for Baldur's Gate mm. and left just after uh, Andromeda, I believe. 
Mass Effect Andromeda. So he was also there for Dragon Age, which was an integral part of this as well. His name is Aaron Flynn. He opened up in a keynote confirming everything that we had been talking about previously uh, when we were discussing things like Mass Effect Andromeda and uh, The Last Dragon Age in regards to EA's uh, forcing everyone underneath of them to use the Frostbite engine, their in-house engine, regardless of what the game is, okay. forcing them to use it. And all the pitfalls that came along that with that, meaning this engine, as good as it looks and as powerful as it is, was never meant or built to do something like an RPG or anything of that nature. And so when they were forcing Bioware to use this for their games, it just it crushed the development time. It, uh, it meant that the games came out like Andromeda, a little fucky, mm-hmm. uh, and made it significantly more difficult. All so that they don't have to pay licensing fees, obviously, for if they're using like Unreal 4 or some other existing uh, engine that would perhaps be far more suited for the task at hand. Uh, so he came out and said that at, at a keynote, and he said, look, guys, this is it. I was there when they were forcing us to start using this shit. Uh, it's a fast, beautiful engine, but incredibly delicate and hard to manage. And so uh, whoever is still there at BioWare currently with the struggle bus and everyone else, not just Bioware, anyone who who was under EA being forced to use the frostbite engine, which was originally written as a first person shooter thing for their, uh, for their, um, uh, battlefield series. Good luck. Mm. You know what it kind of sounds like though? What? Kind of sounds like a big excuse. It kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like because they had to rewrite like the entire fucking thing for an, a like, new genre. Yeah, it sounds like and they didn't have a choice. It sounds like now that somebody's not there, uh, is making an excuse for bad games. Well, uh, okay, back the fun bus up. This is a guy who was literally GM there for Baldur's Gate on through. This is not a guy who was there for like a few years that oversaw. But he's not two, there. But he's not there anymore. He just left two years ago. Yeah. So he was there. He was the GM. Is he cut? What is he doing right now? He's, he he left to go to a different company because he yeah. was just he, he, he like a lot of different people at Bioware and Blizzard and otherwise are yeah. leaving to go to their own companies yeah. or somewhere else because I mean but why would the, you say why would you say that though you know well, he like, was, why would you come out because the keynote was discussing uh, he was discussing video game development in general yeah. and then uh, for some developers who are underneath these publishers who are forcing um, certain things on the developer mm-hmm. uh, for the sake of money saving, mm-hmm. the difficulties that come along with it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he went out there and was shitting heinously on EA, but he, what he was saying was that there, are, that there are significant downsides in terms of how much extra time it takes to make the game, the pressure it puts on the individual employees in that situation to even make it happen and the stress that comes out of it. Because if you're going from... Like, when they handed this shit off for Dragon Age Inquisition, the game didn't even have a save function. Or the engine. Didn't even have a save function that would work in the capacity of an RPG. Mm-hmm. That was how, from bottom, they had to work. But because they don't want to pay a licensing fee, they were forcing everyone under EA for several years now to use their Frostbite engine. Mm. And you have no choice. Mm. And with the idea being that somebody... For, or, or a group of developers for a period of time are going to suffer to build the engine into something that in the, in the future will have the capabilities where it won't be as big of a deal. But up front, it meant shit games for their flagship titles that didn't do nearly as well, 
that ended up with a bunch of people leaving the company or quitting uh, because they were overworked and like killing themselves for something as silly as licensing fee on these titles that sell more than enough that aren't going to you know going to make their money. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it was an, uh, a, a kind of an interesting thing because EA is, to my knowledge anyway, I don't know if anyone else does it. EA might be the only publisher that is forcing every developer under their umbrella to use one singular engine regardless of what game it is. And it's just crazy. It, 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 it's one of those things that it was de- a decision made by somebody who was never involved in the creation of a video game before. Mm. Certainly not on a programmer level. Mm. Somebody who sat up there and all they do is they've, all they've ever done is crunch ones and zeros. And they said, all right, well, we've got this engine. Why are we paying other people for their engine? Mm. Just use this one, mm. and then slam. Oh, they want to have all. The, they want to have full rights to everything. They want to. They, they, they don't want to pay a licensing fee yeah. for the use of an engine. Yeah. So like, fuck it, go and do this shit. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's crazy, crazy, but it does add. Uh, it does add a. Um, it does add context to why yeah, but you there know, were oddities in these games. Yeah, but you know what though, I, I I have and this is where I'll 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 push back a bit. I understand what he's saying, but it comes off like it's saving face. Like it comes off like, hey, you know what? Yeah, we made some bad games, but here's why we made some bad games. And now that I'm at this new company, and you know we can go ahead and do licensing, we don't have to make bad games. That's how it comes off, especially if he left a couple years ago, you know, and now he's probably has some other projects going on. Uh, that's that's what I get. It 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 comes off like like an actor that did a movie or did a series of films, you know. For example, I'll say like you know Harry Potter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do the Harry Potter movies, they go over well, and then you do these Fantastic Beasts, and it, it's not super well received. Yeah. And then the actors obviously don't say anything because they're, you know, in the middle of this. And then a couple years later, the actors that were in it got pegged down for being part of this garbage. And then mm. they go, you know what? Here's the reason why it was garbage. It's well, because don't say it's the sole reason. They're well, saying, yeah, but you know what? It's a significant reason. Yeah, but I mean, I, it this, comes. These... It just comes. It comes off like a cop out. It's like, dude, just shut up about it. Like, why are you even coming out and outing this shit? You know, as, as I mean, you're a competitor. There's a reason why you're doing it, right? Like you're well, not part of the company anymore. Well, well, he's not working for a massive company. He's working in a small, like indie dev. Exactly. At this point. But but he's let but he's letting everybody know in his own yeah. way yeah. that I'm here to make good games again. Yeah. Uh, because I'm not. I don't have the vice scripts to my balls. Yes. Uh, at this other company. Yeah. Whether it's true or if it isn't, right? Yes. Whether, Which whether it is, it's well documented from well, top to bottom. Well, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying it's not well documented. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't still create good functional games. Because of this, it does on the timeline that you're given. Oh yes, but I mean the way the way that it looks. I'm, what I'm telling you is yeah. the way that it looks is like, hey, it's two years later. I'm doing my own thing. Yes, there's a reason why I made bad games. It's because of this, and now I'm not gonna now I'm not gonna make bad games anymore. So give my games a try. That's what it comes off as. Sure, it comes off a little bitter. It comes off a little like I'd be bitter as fuck. Yeah, but it's it's it comes off like super unprofessional too. If you're if you're like running. If you're like a GM or you're like running this shit and and now you're now you're going over to another thing, it just comes off as like why didn't you say this when you left? Why didn't you say this like when you left? You go I can't do this anymore. Are I'm making shit games 
and they're fucked because this company refuses to use any other pro or any other uh um Engine. engines. And I'm done. I'm pu- I'm hanging my coat up. Fuck this shit. I'm going to make good games. No. We're going to wait. What's the, for, okay. the, for the opportune time. What's the, what's the he's not even he didn't even announce a game. I I but I'm just saying. What's the that, opportune time if he said it as soon as he left? Versus now, it would, put some, it would purpose, put some perspective. With the sole purpose being, if it was, if 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 your point is so that he puts some shine on his own shit coming up, mm. what's the difference? But two years, it, co- it just comes off. It comes off. Uh, it comes off like a like there's an agenda, and there is an agenda. Yeah, and there's bitterness. Yeah, because the man was tied to a company that was heralded next to Blizzard mm-hmm. as the greatest developer on earth mm-hmm. since Baldur's goddamn Gate, which is an engine, by the way, that is still being used now mm-hmm. for a myriad of game titles because it's so good and is so flexible, and there were such great games that he produced and was there for for over like decades of time, and then for the game, the company that he worked for with no fault of his own, to be bought out by EA, mm-hmm. and then for EA to slam their micro dick down the developer's throat, mm-hmm. and then subsequently the programmers to say, hey, this engine literally is going to fight you at every corner, mm-hmm. down to the fucking auto-save function mm-hmm. on this engine, mm-hmm. so that you can make the next Dragon Age game mm-hmm. that is a 100-plus hour RPG epic in your flagship series. Mm-hmm. Good fucking luck. And by the way, since we're now your publisher, you have a timeline that you have to work on. So not only are we going to give you an engine that you need to rebuild on the fly and recreate an entire thing and a new thing for your new IP or your, your flagship IP, you're going to do it in a fucking tiny-ass timeline or you're fucked because we have to now pay back out on our investor side that you didn't worry about before, but we do, so get fucked. Whatever comes, comes. And then they did the same thing again with Mass Effect Andromeda. But on top of that, they developed, which is another topic we've got here, they put all the people on Anthem, same engine, same problems, while they split off people to try and make their other flagship, Mass Effect, one of the greatest selling and top game franchises of all time, and then pumped out a game that was broken as fuck, sold nil, and people separated themselves from, and now the franchise is up in the air, and then they've got Anthem, which came out and died within a week. Mm. All from this shit. So you're goddamn right if I'm the GM, I am bitter as fuck, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say something. He didn't even say it like in, in an unprofessional way. It was during a keynote discussing the pitfalls that come up with game development and the difficulties that can sometimes be presented, especially when crunch time is involved. And when you come from Bioware, the only other company that is currently lambasted for being more crunch time enforcing on their employees to the point where it's borderline illegal is Rockstar. Mm-hmm. It's the only other company. They are the they are the two pinnacles of we're going to pretty much kill our employees to put out these games, and they're going to do it because they want to be associated with our company, mm-hmm. full stop. Mm-hmm. And then when people started back, like actually arguing back against it in the last year or so, they went, oh shit, maybe we can't make people work 246-hour weeks for two years straight, because crunch time used to be six months, now it's like fucking the entire process of, of, da- of game development. Mm-hmm. I would be doing the exact same thing. I'd probably be, I have a lot less decorum than this guy. I would do what you were suggesting. When I leave the company, I'd say, fuck all of this shit. Mm-hmm. 
I've been here since before the the fucking owners of EA even knew what a video game was. Mm. I've been putting out some of the most heralded game heralded games in the history of the industry. Mm. And now you're going to do this to us and we're the ones that are going to lose our reputation? You don't have one. It's EA. EA doesn't have EA's only reputation is being voted the worst company in America over top of like every other fucking Far worse company because they're so shit as a video game publisher. That is their legacy. Mm. Bioware's legacy was just like Blizzard and up until recently, one of the greatest developers of all time. So yeah, I would be doing way more fuck less decorum. I'd be coming out dick swing, say fuck them, you guys are all assholes, Soderling can suck my dick, mm. I'm out of here, deuces, by the way, I've got a game coming out in two years. He didn't even say that shit. Mm. Oh, he doesn't need to say that shit. I mean, he just needs to... Uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not disputing any of the facts that you just laid down. I'm just telling you my point of view on how it comes off. It just... It comes off like this is the reason why, why I made bad games. This is why because, I was in charge of bad games. And that's... Because it was. I mean, yeah, okay. If his track record previous to EA coming in was he was developing shit video games before then, then he'd have less of a leg to stand on. I mean, I can say the exact same thing about Blizzard. Blizzard's had a pretty big track record. They've been making some pretty shit games. Yes. It's the same thing. I mean, who's yes. who's who 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 as a developer, you know, you look at fucking uh, you know, who as a developer right now that had a great track record of making great games that still makes great games is very few. That's because they're bought up by one of three publishers yeah, it, it's, and forced to do bullshit. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I just think the, 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 the way that it came off to me is like, hey, this is, why, this is why we made bad games. It's like, eh, eh. I don't know if this is the only reason why you made ba- mad ba- uh, bad games. I think, like, you should probably just own up, make bad games, and then just come back and make good games. That's that's just the way I I guess, but that's just but, the way I look at it. I but mean, if I had, but if I if I was if I was a chef at a restaurant, uh, or I was a uh, or and and uh and the manager was the one doing the food buy, and then I have to make a delicious pizza for a customer, and the food that the manager bought mm. was dog shit. Mm. There is only, no matter how good you are as a chef, you can be Gordon goddamn Ramsay. No matter how good you are, if you're given rotten tomatoes and shitty like wholesale pizza dough Mm. pre-made into pizza circle and you've got to try and make something that's a Michelin star thing Mm. and then somebody eats it and goes, you know what? This tomato tastes like it's rotten. Mm. This is a shit pizza. Mm. The chef is dog shit. Mm. Like, well... Does a chef come out and go, you know what? I own it. I made a shit pizza. Mm. I did the best I could with the tools I was given, but I made a, I made a shit pizza. <laughs> no! They come out and say, this fucking asshole that does all the food buy bought me rotten ingredients and then forced me to use them. I don't have a choice. I'm not the manager of this fucking joint. Mm. I had to do it. It's not my fault. I'm getting out of here. I'm opening my own pizza joint where I buy fresh fucking goddamn ingredients. Mm. Come buy some fresh pizza next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you do. I, I, I agree. I, I think you, you've made a good point there. I think, <laughs> I think, I think also, though, is, is if you're going to continue to create games and you're, and you're in that level of, of influence, I mean, we're, talking, we're not talking a, a small person who's in charge of animations on, uh, on somebody drinking a bottle of water. 
We're talking about the GM of this, and it's up there to him. There are so many layers it's above up, GM it's up, in it's, game development. It's, it's crazy. What I'm saying is this. Mm. If you want to be associated with a shit company that does shit things, yeah. get ready to be shitted on. Well, that's why he left. You know, and that's just it. <laughs> so just get ready, yeah. But just get ready to be shitted on. Yeah, there, I'm not disputing any of that. What I'm saying is, when you speak up mm-hmm. years after the fact, when you have another agenda, and even though it's not him specifically saying "fuck these guys, come buy my new games," mm-hmm. but in a way, it's pretty much what he's saying without saying it, because it would be un- very unprofessional to say it. Mm-hmm. Anybody can put piece of pie together or puzzle together. Mm-hmm. Is it just comes off? It comes off like, dude, just go make good games, make a good game, and then go, hey. There's a reason why this game is good. And there's a reason why my old games were bad. Here's the here's the there's the proof in the pudding. You know what I mean? Instead of and you know it's it's well, I mean, and it's I, like and it, also put this into perspective. It's like the people who are listening to this keynote. It's not like he it's not like he went to like Kotaku and said, "Yeah, but we're talking said, hey, about hey, it on, Jason Yeah, Spark. but we're, we're media. We're talk this is all you know, when, when That's you're because when I you're, dug it up and like yeah, but the whenever, fucking, yeah, but whenever you're in a position of any, it's like it's like uh uh J and J and W or J and J or whatever the fucking Weiss fuck boys D and D that went on stage and did the same thing, little keynote thing, and then they mm. made two fucking comments. That was a keynote. That, the was, whole, that was that was that was at a convention. Yeah, it was a whole question and answer, just random <laughs> banter, and next thing you know, it it's it's you know it's blowing up, and this is it's a big narrative. What I'm saying is. I totally agree with everything you're saying. If you're dealt a hand, you got to go with what you're with, with the hand that you're dealt with. Yeah. But also in a position, if you're on that ship, you're going to go down with the ship. Like that's just that's just the way it is. Oh, uh, bro, there's no fighting the dog. You go down with the ship. That's some, that's there's a difference of uh, of opinion. If I'm part of a project, it's like me if I won't work and I'm in the marketing department, and then something goes horribly wrong, and I have literally it is so far out of my control, and then somebody comes and shit down my throat. I'm going to smack him around and let him know. <laughs> like, look, you can get angry, and the end product might not have been the way you wanted it to, but I'm going to let you know right now that what I did, literally, God himself could not have come down here and changed anything that went down. Mm. This was out of my control, and so if you're going to put this shit on me, fuck yourself. Mm. There's no, there's no. I'm just going to take all of their bullshit and just sit there and listen to it and be like them scream and yell and be like, it sounds like that's what happened. It sounds like that's what listen happened. Listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, and then go and be like, you know what? I'm going to go make my own marketing firm with blackjack and hookers, and I'm not going to say anything, and I'm going to let my work speak for itself as if the motherfucker screaming at me is ever going to know about that shit. Nah, bro. You got to let people know. You do good work, you let people fucking know. Yeah. If do people good start, work. If, if people in the, and, and game development is so fucking mystified, like the general public has no fucking idea what the hell goes on for game development. We were so ignorant of all That's that true. shit. Yeah. For somebody to come out and say, you did a, you made shit games, go fuck yourself, and then you're like, well, did I though? Because anyone in my position would it even have been possible to do much better at all mm. with what we were given. Like, yeah, we got dealt a shit hand. We did do the best we could with our shit hand, but this is what the product was. And even if they wanted to support it later on, like the Mass Effect Andromeda situation, for example, mm. They axed all the DLC that was going to come out for the game. Everything was axed. So the only, only thing that the dev team could do, that if, even if they wanted to fix it, was they put out some animation fixes and some bug fixes, and that was as far as EA would let them take it. So even if they wanted to, and again, very few people when they, re, when they pick it up 
are going to look at it and, and blame EA for the shit. They're going to go, well, fuck you, Bioware. Mm. What did you do to my favorite franchise, bitch? And like, well, <laughs> I tried to salvage it, <laughs> but, you know, there's only so much you can do with duct tape and a dream. Mm. As, you know, it's, it's anyway. XO19 recap is coming up, but before we get to that, I want to tell you a quick thing to say. The PS5 patent images show that uh, the controller is not going to change much. It's going to look slightly more like the Xbox controller. Getting closer and closer to copyright infringement territory without actually getting there. Mm. And the only other thing that people are talking about currently right now that's likely the big change is that, you know how they had the touchpad on that thing, mm. on the current one, DualShock? It's, it might be an actual touch screen this time around. Oh, the technology. So when you start swinging your controller in anger, you might have to think twice, because mm. now you're breaking an OLED screen mm. on a controller that's probably going to cost as much as the console itself. The dream. <laughs> uh, now we get around to the XO19 recap, which was happening literally as our podcast was running last week. But nothing really, there's nothing. So the recap... Was there's a, well, there's a couple of things that are kind of that are kind of interesting. So obviously there was some release date of uh, release date stuff announced, like we discussed last week. We already knew that, for example, Ori Two, mm-hmm. Minecraft Dungeons, that stuff got announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so February for Ori, April for for Minecraft Dungeons and things. The Wasteland Three new clip and was launching May third. Uh, then they announced some actual like full on games. Age of Empires Four. Lots of people excited about that. That's a long, a long storied franchise uh, for people that are into the uh, the strategy stuff. It uh, it looked pretty good. Everwild. That was that was probably the one of the bigger pieces. That is the new IP from Rare. Looks like dog shit. I'm it, just gonna keep it, it real looks with you. Like, it looks like it looks like Rare. I haven't from seen 2000. Enough, I haven't seen enough gameplay to know if I think it's gonna be dog shit. I don't need to see any visually. Not awful. But at the same time, I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying not awful. Okay, what, thing, what do you consider awful in 2019? Uh, uh, Diablo 4 is not looking all that good. Bruh, this looks worse. Either way. Bruh. Regardless. It looks awful. Regardless, Get- okay. Let's just, okay, fine. It looks, it looks like awful. Shit. Everything looks I mean, awful. It's, it's 2019. The thing, the, thing that, the thing that confuses me the most about this new IP is that of all the things that that Rare could be doing right now, and I'm not saying they have to dredge up their old like I don't I'm not saying they had to do Banjo Kazooie or some shit, but for all the things that they could be doing right now, why this? I don't know why this thing. That's my question. Is are you just not getting funding? Like is Microsoft not just coming down and saying here's a bunch of money? Uh I was really, I was really convinced that when we saw Banjo being announced for Ultimate, yeah, we were gonna get him again. This was like the most perfect time to announce the next Banjo game. I agree. Would have You've good. got a whack of hype. People thought that that was like just like just like us. We saw it in Ultimate. It was like, oh my god, that has to mean that another Banjo game is coming, and it would make so much sense. But instead, we got Everwild, and uh, for whatever reason. It's if maybe it is your thing, maybe it isn't. All I know personally is it's so far flung from what I would have expected to come from Rare. It's so unrare like. Like the game itself is is unrare like. Really? Because I, I I thought it felt like rare. I didn't think it felt like rare to me at all. Um, sea of Thieves still felt like rare to me. This yeah, but I thought that, like yeah, rare. but I thought they were going for the old rare field, the feel. Like I feel like how old are we talking here? Like N sixty four. Like I, I got this. I got like the old rare vibe. Did it remind you of any N sixty four rare yes. games? Like it reminded me of 
of the of that generation of gaming, um, which Rare was a massive part of for for those things, uh, for, for those set years. So when I saw it, and I knew exactly it was Rare, like the moment I saw it, and r- the good Rare, I'm going to be keep it real with you, I only found out Sea of Thieves was Rare, mm-hmm. like less than a year ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, they pushed that hard at E3. Nothing, nothing for people that watch E3. Yeah. I mean, the most gamers don't watch E3. Yeah. So I would have never... It doesn't feel... Like, it doesn't look like Rare. It doesn't feel like Rare. I even played Sea of Thieves, had no idea it was Rare. Really? It looked and felt like a Rare game to me, but we have... So we have opposites. It looked, and, so it looked a lot and felt a lot like Team Fortress 2. I got a, a Valve feel okay. from... From Sea of Thieves. Okay. I didn't get a rare feel. Okay. A rare feel mm-hmm. was ever wild. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that it was like, holy fuck, I haven't seen rare make anything in forever. This is what I felt. Mm. Sea of Thieves, I had literally no fucking clue. And I've been with rare in its heyday. Right. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. I loved rare games. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. This feels like old rare, but it doesn't feel like a good old rare. This just, you know what this this just feels like to me is that Xbox that own you know the Xbox division owns Rare now mm-hmm. and has for quite some time has yet to really make proper use of Rare or Rare's IP mm. like Sea of Thieves which is which, which by the way get a, they showed that off to a massive patch mm-hmm. for those who who play Sea of Thieves however many people are left still doing that shit. Um, it I it just like. I feel like I'm sure Rare can produce new IPs that are that are that are pretty good. But if I'm Microsoft and I buy up Rare and the current market is like chomping at the bit for these remakes and remasters and and or an extension like new games in old franchise old franchises, mm. then Rare is one of the most densely packed Mm-hmm. IP catalogs in terms of you put out a banjo or or you put out a perfect dark you're going to get positive yeah responses pretty much every time you put out an everwild yeah i'm not personally sold on it i saw some i saw mostly positive I saw two kinds of responses: positive, and where's banjo? <laughs> the two small, those are the two types of responses. Yeah, but you know I what? Saw. You know what though? I think I think that is like. Um, it's a good analogy I can go with here that everybody will kind of understand. All right. You know, it's kind of like. Um, What's a beloved music artist that's just universally loved? Uh, Let's go actor. Actor. Universally Keanu loved. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. This is good. There you go. All right. So this is like Keanu Reeves. Yes. Announcing he's going to be in a new film, mm. a new IP. Mm. And you're going, whew. So it's not Matrix. It's not John Wick. Mm. I'm fucking pumped. So then John Wick or so John or Keanu Reeves comes out and he says, I am going to be in The Preacher's Son. Okay. And there's a little preview. Okay. 
And it's pretty lackluster. Yeah. It's Keanu Reeves trying to act. Like true. really trying to act. Actually act. Actually act. Yeah. And there's no shooting. Mm. There's no no kung fu. Mm. There's no suits. Mm. No matrix. Mm. No flash. No special effects. Mm. The preacher's son. Okay. Now Keanu Reeves, he's a very loved individual. He is. So much so that he just got his a new girlfriend and everybody's going crazy about it and everything's yes. all great and how he gets up on the bus or in the train station, lets people sit down and how he, you know, Keanu Reeves, he's got. He's Keanu Reeves. He's a good man. He is. He's a great man. Yes. He's like the Jackie Chan of North America. Except without without supporting the communist government. That too. But <laughs> essentially, Keanu Reeves. So yes. the preacher's son. Yes. People go, okay. Look looks looks okay. He's going for that Oscar bait. I wish I wish I wish it was John Wick four. Mm-hmm. I, I was you know. Mm-hmm. I heard the Matrix was coming out. I was kind of hoping it was going to be a trailer for that. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Rare is Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Rare has never really screwed over everybody. They were a beloved company. It went to fucking tits up. You know, there's some no bad one went shit because Xbox bought them and then did nothing went, with them. It went tits up. Yeah. It was under their control. Yes. And everyone is just being nice because everybody loves Rare. That's mm. what it is. Mm. But guys like me, mm. I don't give a fuck if you're Keanu Reeves. Mm. The Preacher's Son looks like a dog shit movie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you're Rare. Mm. Everwild looks like a dog shit game. Oh. That's that's for, for rare's sake. I hope it's at least mediocre. That's it. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep because it real. because the last thing I need is for rare to put out a game that doesn't sell well, and then Microsoft to go. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> well, then then you're gonna hear the GM of Rare come out two years later I, and go. You know what? I, <laughs> they got us to make it on the same engine as the N64. Our balls were vice script. They gave us nine months, and now I'm gonna go to another company. I'm gonna make real rare games. Uh, they've done that. It's called Playtonic, and they put out uh, what is it? What's it called? Ukulele. That's that's exactly what that is. Yeah. That's literally it's it's rare. It's like old rare people making literally banjo kazooie, mm. but on like a super tight budget. Mm. That's basically what it is. Right. Um. So anyway, Everwild. Dog shit. Not so hot. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna keep it real. I tried to get excited about it. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, give me something good. Uh, when they said new IP from Rare, I was I was excited. Yes. And then I saw this and I was significantly less excited. Dude, I was so excited that it's the only thing I searched for in this. Uh. So after this was all done, I specifically went to go and see what Rare had. I got through that trailer, bro. I looked at it like, is this a joke? That's what I looked at. It wasn't it so hot, bro. Yeah, it didn't it, it wasn't speaking to me, I'll it tell you that. No, definitely not. Who knows? Uh, it might be amazing. It could. It just doesn't look like it right now. Uh, grounded multiplayer survival game by uh, by a small team within Obsidian. So Obsidian, a little offshoot. Uh, you know what? It looks okay. That was like one of those things where at least, like, cool idea. Yeah. It's like some Honey, I Shrunk the Kids type shit yeah. out in the backyard. Uh, it's not something that hasn't been done before in terms of that aesthetic, but within the survival genre, it hasn't been done, and it looks like it could be something kind of fun and kooky and whatever. Am I going to play it? No, yeah. but it looked it looked okay. It looked okay. Yeah, looked better than Everwild. It did. <laughs> uh, then they talked about the X Cloud stuffs coming in 2020. 
Um, and so they're actually also working alongside uh, Apple and expect it to launch with iPad and iPhone support. Mm. So getting outside of the, um, I'm just getting all sorts of messages, uh, getting outside of, of their own ecosystem. Little bubble. Little bubble. Uh, let's see here. Also, it works with a range of controllers, including the DualShock 4. I saw that. And the xCloud is to be included in the Game Pass Ultimate. So Game Pass Ultimate, by the way, is value just keeps going Dude, that thing is up and up yeah. and up. They're if doing it was a, a stock, they're doing a good job. You buy it right now. Yeah, they're doing a good job with that. Coming to Game Pass, speaking of, Rage 2, which is available now. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, available now. Yakuza Games. Mm. That was an out of left field edition. Kind of kind of crazy to see that. Even more out in left field. Yeah, this was Final Fantasy 7 and 8 remaster, 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 13, 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's out of there in, in left field. That's crazy. Witcher 3. Tekken 7. And then of course Halo, Halo Reach, Reach, which is coming uh, via the Master Chief Collection. Also on Game Pass as well for the Xbox and PC. Uh, also, stuff coming up to Xbox specifically, Final Fantasy XIV. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 Remix. Mm-hmm. And then Kingdom Hearts 2.8 colon Final Chapter Prologue Director's Cut Special Edition Steelbox Limited. Uh, also coming to the Xbox. Uh, so... It was kind of underwhelming, though. Like, I mean, a couple of things in there is pretty cool. I mean, what do you... I mean, this isn't like it's E3 where they're bringing know, out, like, the I biggest know. dick shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and, and, but there's, I mean, there's some cool shit in here. I mean, the the I think the sexiest thing Xbox has right now is that... Is, is the Game Pass Ultimate. Oh, the Game Pass is, is where it's at. Is hot fire. Bro, I don't even own an Xbox, and I'm thinking about buying Game Pass. <laughs> Just so I have it. Well, it's on the PC too. You get some shit yeah, on the PC true. with it anyway. That is, that is true. So it's not your knee. It's getting to the point where pretty like, soon. How, how are you supposed to pass Pretty up soon on you're that? just going to say, you know what, Disney Plus, we're throwing it in Game Pass. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? Fuck it. You know, Take my money. Get everything for like the same they are $12. Throwing, they, they are throwing a lot of shit in this fucking Game Pass. Yeah, it's. it's They're it's, throwing a lot of stuff and there's a lot of value in here, bro. That's crazy. I, well, I'm going to just outright say it. There is no other thing in gaming that has that value right now. No. And. Substantially so, like, and it's there's not a, like there's the, a mar- the second place. There's is a, a distance. It, there's a distance. I mean, they're lapping a bitch here pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, the gap is widening. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, so, uh, so that's pretty cool. And then I like the I like the fact that we're seeing Final Fantasy. Final games Fantasy was nice to see. And I was the surprised. Yakuza yeah. stuff that tells you that that some place in Kingdom Hearts that tells you that. What the fuck? Oh, you probably your chair's probably hit it a couple of times. Oh my goodness. Oh no! It pulled it right out of the. Did it pull it right out of the friggin' wall? Yeah, I'll just. You just leave it there for now. I'll leave that there for now. We're having some some. We had an entire an entire sound bat come down, right off the wall. There we go. Might just in the future, what I might do is I'll bring a longer nail. There we go for that bad boy. Yeah. Whole studio falling apart. Uh, yeah. So that that was kind of cool to see, and it, and it shows you that you know maybe there's gonna be more of that in the future. Uh, in relation to this, you know, Microsoft was saying uh, that one of the interesting things that they were talking about was that. They are so confident in their content pipeline right now in terms of the games that are coming out that they're not worried about holding games back for the launch of the next Xbox. They're just going to keep fucking cranking this shit out. Mm. Some okay. big dick swing. Okay. 
Uh, there's no there's no banking it up where people have to like think you know do I do I want to not buy this game right now? Do I want you know whatever? It's all going to work on the next Xbox anyway. Yeah. Uh, and and so there's no reason for them to do it. And they have so many games coming first party. He said uh, one of the, who was it? I can't remember who it was said. Um, Get used to seeing first-party Xbox titles just landing <clears throat> frequently. Hey, these these this is all language they need to speak, and then actually s- make happen. Yeah, because yeah, PlayStation is gonna it's gonna yeah, keep yeah. shitting down their throat and skull fucking Xbox until mm-hmm. a, a, out of existence. Mm-hmm. So they need to literally keep saying all these great things and follow through on all of it and start changing people's minds. That's right. Things and, are looking good. And then, I mean, they're and, off to a great start. And Halo Reach, once again, uh, yeah, they're PC, off. Steam. They're off to a great start, Steam. Adam. December 3rd. They're yeah. off to a great start. Give me some of that Halo 3 on Steam December 3rd. Give me some of it. Well, it won't be no, it's, uh, Reach. Or Reach, sorry. They're doing, they're doing it in story, in the 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 the, the story arc. So Reach, mm. technically, in the storyline comes first, mm. and then they're going to be releasing. They keep it real. As it goes. Like I always do. Mm. Not a big fan of Reach. I wasn't a huge fan. It wasn't a terrible video game, but it wasn't the Halo that I wanted to have. Mm. The story was fine. There was nothing yeah. wrong with the story stuff. But as far as like the multiplayer, especially like, and I was I I checked out of Halo multiplayer after three. Yeah. Uh, so I actually play a little bit of Reach online. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't my thing either. They started introducing like the power many, up yeah, shit. Too, too many. Too many extras. Yeah. Was Reach a- when they started doing the jetpack shit? Uh, I want to say yes. Reach was jetpacks, or was that number three? I thought it was number three. No, it was definitely not three. Oh, then it three was three was the hammer. Okay, it was Reach then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three was when the hammer came out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fuck the jet, the, the jetpack. Let's take that shit out of there. I don't want to see that anymore. Uh, next up, just like we were talking about what would probably happen, and this is talk about big dick swing. Mm. Diablo four gets announced. Mm. It's mediocre looking at best. Mm. And then Path of Exile, their next biggest competitor, uh, and probably most played in this genre currently, and a very good fucking video game, announced Path of Exile 2. Immediate follow-up. Trailer. Boom. Gameplay trailer. 14 minutes. Boom. Mobile version. Boom. Announced all in one go, right after Diablo 4. And you know what? It looks better. (laughs) Path of Exile is a fucking troll, bro. They sit, they sit and <laughs> They waited for it. Dude, they they waited. The only time these motherfuckers do shit is when Diablo does shit, like big shit. Or they're like, "Hey, you know what, motherfucker? We're just here to make you look stupid around every goddamn corner." Not that they have to try hard. No, but they do it per- <laughs> bro, they do the shit purposely. Yes. Dude, Diablo right now yes. could announce Diablo 5 tomorrow. Damn. Path of Exile 3 will be announced the within next a day. week. Yep. <laughs> And it'll look fire. Yes. 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 I'm shit. No, I'm serious. This would, be, this would be so much less entertaining if it didn't look like very good or some shit. And then it would just be like, oh, they're just fucking dude, off. They're fucking but trolls, they're, man. They are dumpstering them right now. They're fucking trolls, dude. It's like part of their marketing. It's like, it, it's like hey, tired of how shitty Diablo is? Oh. Look how great we are. And they're not lying. And they're just doing comparisons at the same time. Yes. So, like, Diablo comes up with their new thing, and then Path of Exile goes, hey, how's it going? Take a look. Why don't you put these side to side and make your decision? Dude, there was a headline about how you could add and change keys for your fucking skills in Diablo 4. And I said, what? L- rough news week. <laughs> what? It's a rough, rough news week. Ex- excuse me? <laughs> why is that? I mean, even if it's a rough news week, uh, why is that news? What? It shouldn't be. 
So yeah, that's uh, they're up to a oh apparently they're up to this comes in hot from the chat from Quelex. Uh 145 people working on Path of Exile. Holy shit, that's a lot of people. Path of Exile is not a small game. I don't know if you've dipped your toes Bro, in it. Path at all. of Exile is getting bigger, and you know what? Path of Exile has got a community on Twitch. It's hardcore, bro. It's super hardcore. Super hardcore. Bruh. I tried to get in on it for a bit. Bruh. And I played it in the game. The game is pretty dope. I'm not going to lie to you, but the community scares the shit out of me because it's so hardcore. Oh, bro. Not that they're assholes. No, the RuneScapers. It's just that they're, the RuneScapers. They're just so. The RuneScapers. Fucking hardcore. The RuneScapers, yeah, bro. They're, pretty, they're, pretty they're Path of Exile RuneScapers. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what they are. They're, that's all they know. It's crazy. And it's like and it's like cult shit too. So like, you know, it's like a cult classic movie and they were they were on this motherfucker before it was cool. Yep. And they've been preaching to the choir how great it is the whole time and now casuals are coming over. Diablo's shit in the bed and now you've got like the fucking the elite guard going, "Welcome to the fucking Catalina wine mixer, motherfuckers." Yep. Now, if you going to play this shit, you going to play this shit. Well, well, and what makes it even more so is that their skill tree is more like a skill tome. The mm. shit is like fuck, you have to scroll yes. like you're moving your screen yes. for kilometers. Yes. And so like and so there's an efficiency just like there is yes. in, in that and if you go outside the like if you paint outside the lines, you look at the it's amazing, tree, like, bro. You're like, oh, you know what? I want to go this way. No, and somebody in chat's like, what the fuck? Fuck you, you just ruined everything. I'm not gonna sleep for three days. Pay to get reskilled, motherfucker. But hey. There it the is. The game is good. Listen, y'all want to get famous? The game is good. Y'all want to get famous in 2020? All right? Start Path of Exile 2. Get on that train. Ride it. All the way to the end. Ride it. Go. Be efficient. There's a lot of content, dude. It's too much and content. And this, this POE 2 is seven more chapters. It's too much. It's too much content. <laughs> Meanwhile, Diablo's over here like, but guys, we're really good at cutscenes. Yeah. Guys, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. Dude... Dude, I'm no, going to say I wouldn't say that. I, no, no, I'm going to say it. Dude, I'm going to say it. The game care. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's a hot take, Adam. Okay. It's a hot fucking take. All right, what is it? What do you got? Blizzard can't fucking write stories. <laughs> it's a hot take. You know what it is? It's pretty looking Garbage. <laughs> well, it's not even it's pretty looking anymore. Pretty look. I'm, it's a hot take, bro. <laughs> Blizzard can't write for fucking shit. They can't do it, bro. They can't. I said it. I said it. I'll be the guy. Put me on the stake. Tell me I'm crazy. I don't fucking care. Well, they can't write. Blizzard stories. can't fucking no, you- write for shit. They're CGI cutscenes. <laughs> they look pretty, but they're fucking incoherent garbage. It's true. Overwatch, garbage. Diablo, garbage. StarCraft, garbage. World of Warcraft, garbage. It's all garbage. All of it. I said it, and I mean it. Okay. I played them all. I've done it all. Fuck them. It's bad storytelling. Here's here's my take. Here's my here's Boom. my here's my take. Boom! It's hot. Blizzard. Blizzard hot. can write good stories, but it's hot, it's hot take. But it's a hot take. They can't stick to them, which turns the subsequent stories into shit. Mm. Original Warcraft, mm. like up to Warcraft Three: Frozen Throne, mm. I wouldn't call those shit stories. They were pretty good, really. I mean, they weren't mind blowing. They were mind blowing, but they weren't terrible. 
But now Warcraft? I mean, we watched that. Tra- You've seen that trailer? Oh, I've seen it. The f- wow. It's a note for me, dog. Looks pretty. Looks pretty. It's a note for me, dog. The CGI looks pretty. Yes, that's what the, I mean. The game it looks pretty. No, the CGI, the story, te- the the, yes. st- the look of the story, pretty. You want to make an Overwatch little cutscene that's cute and fucking Pixar-y? Looks pretty. Storytelling, pretty garbage. Pretty garbage. You know what happens, bro? You get addicted and you get attached to characters in the game because it's what you see all the time and you fall in love with them. And then whatever fucking story they string with it, you're like, this is great. This character's (laughs) awesome. The story sucks. It's a hot take, bro. Some of you guys are going to yell at me and say, oh, no, no, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I never really thought Blizzard had great stories. I never did. I never did. They just made good. They, good, they made. They made good. They made great cutscenes, bro. They made great cutscenes, and their yes. games are incredible. Were 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 were. There's an asterisk there now. Were incredible. Were they made incredible games that added more to the cutscenes than the actual story? Let me tell you something. If I never, not once, ever, even knew about any story from any Blizzard game. It would not change my opinion on how great or how bad the games are. It's true. Zero. Zilch. Nada. It's true. I would still love the game as much as I love it, or I would still hate the game as much as I hate it. Those storylines, those cutscenes, they mean did nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. True. Period. It's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on and that. And for that, it was never good. It's true. I'm just going to, it's a hot take. Sorry. Unfortunately. Guys. Uh, for them, on top of all that, I guess, uh, the PoE stuff is actually pretty good. Cool. Pretty much everything about PoE is good. There's very little downside. I, I, I've never, I, I actually, I, that's a lie. I did play Path of Exile for, like, maybe two days, and it was actually quite nice. Uh, gameplay was very fluid. Oh, everything about the gameplay ton is, of shit is to do. great. Like, overwhelming amount of stuff to do. Yeah, that's the scary thing as new players. So much shit to do. And, and the community... Now that I remember, I had a big uptick in viewers, too. They yeah, yeah. love when new people yes. get into the game. They hate when new people don't listen to them yes. on how to play the game. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the, that was my challenge when I got into it. And I was like, I saw this big skill tree that was so vast. And I was like, man, there's so much like opportunity to make like kind of unique characters. And maybe they're not super optimal, but at mm. least it's your own. Mm. <laughs> that was my mistake. Don't do that. Don't do that shit, bro. Yeah. Don't make your own character. I've got a, Don't I've choose got a, your I've own got adventure. A, I've got a guide on Reddit that we've optimized <laughs> into the ground uh, where you're going to choose one of these or we're going to tell you you're bad. It's kind of where, the, where it is. Um, yeah. There you have it. Next up, what do we got? Oh. All oh, right. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no, we're not at that one yet. We're at the, we're at, I we're need at, to stop yelling. I got a song Red Anthem. Oh, okay. That the, 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 what the fuck are we still talking about this damn game? Bro? Um, the rumor because this is how crazy it is in there. Rumor has I just it, saw that. and this is not rumor. Don't this read is, it. This is, this don't, is don't bring this into this existence. is right from. Don't do it. It came from Kotaku, but don't. if it came from anyone who wasn't Jason Scryer, I wouldn't believe it. Don't do it to me, Adam. Don't even say the word. Internally, they are apparently no. doing an Anthem 2.0 or or what is being called apparently internally Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next where they are tearing it down and rebuilding the game so that they don't... They're, <laughs> they're trying... You know what they're trying to do, Jeff? They're trying to pull a No Man's Sky right now. And I tweeted about this a few days ago, and I said the the anime story arc, that they're gonna, or the redemption arc, that they're going to need for this game is too steep. It's too steep. 
the amount. Uh, like, if they pull it off, no. it will be unprecedented. I mean, it will be basically like No Man's Guy, except they didn't get shit on as hard because it's Bioware. No. It's apparently a thing. Months deep. Kill it. Take it out, back of the barn, shoot it dead. I'm, I actually thought it was already dead, so at this point we're just shooting it to make sure it's dead. <laughs> it's, it's been dead for a while. Double tapping. But now we're double tapping it just to make sure it doesn't get back up. Yeah. That's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Maybe throw it down the well. Yeah, cook it. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> Take its ashes. Spread it to the four fucking corners of the planet. <laughs> and and be away. done. Put it in horcruxes. Pull some Harry Potter shit. Just, <laughs> just anything, anything, Dude, but try and redo it. I don't even like national anthems anymore. <laughs> Let alone anthem anthem. I can't even. The word anthem makes me even hate. Unfortunately, that anthems. wasn't what they wanted to call it. Remember, they had like that big dispute. Like, oh, that's they couldn't, right. And they had to call it anthem last second. <laughs> the game was just never meant to be, dude. Oh the game was never meant to be. Just stop it was bad. It was bad. Uh, the well is a terrible place to throw it. Well, you know, just don't drink the water anymore. <laughs> just move. Get away from it. Throw it in the well and then move to a different a different country. Reantheming. What the fuck? Reantheming. It's bad. It is no, bad. No. No. Uh, so anyway, Real now we move on news. to the, now we move on to the real the news. Massive news that could not be any more bittersweet mm. if you tried. <laughs> And we're going to watch, they released a trailer today. Mm, I didn't see it. A couple hours ago. I didn't see it. We're going to be doing a live viewing. Oh my goodness, a reaction. A reaction. All right. Um, I need my headphones, which... Uh, I have the one set that's here. Uh, so I'll, I'll give the run in. Here we go. Big money. It's been 12 years. And baby doll, let me tell you, everyone has been holding back this nut. For a decade more, Half-Life episode... No, it's actually not episode three. I'm sorry. Everyone that wanted a conclusion to Half-Life, you're not getting it. It's called Half-Life Alex. Uh, and uh, as the title would suggest, it's following Alex and her adventures. Uh, so if you were interested in Half-Life, Alex... Well, then I've got great news for you. We've got that covered. Uh, <laughs> it's a... Uh, but how it's listed, and somebody can correct me in chat if this isn't the case, because I want to be really sure about this, but it's a flagship VR only. I have VR only in question mark. Can you play this without VR? If you can't, then that, then that makes it even crazier to me. But anyway, a, a flagship VR title... Uh, with the announcement that was just made today with the, uh, with a, a video that we are going to watch in a moment. It is VR only. Oh my God. So not only did Valve finally, after all this radio silence and memeing from Gabe himself, not only did they finally come out with a Half-Life game that wasn't episode three. They also made it VR exclusive. There is no way to play this game currently without a VR headset. I heard. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think this is a hot take. Let's watch this first. That's fucking stupid. It is stupid. No matter how good this trailer is about to be, 
My take is the same. <laughs> to announce not Half-Life Episode 3 or Half-Life 3 mm. after a 12 years, mm. and then to make it VR exclusive when VR headsets are still, by and large, ex- extraordinarily expensive. You know what they're trying to sell, bro? VR headsets. Boom. Get fucked. That's Guess who's they- not buying one? Adam. Right here. Suck my dick. I'm not buying a VR headset for three video games. Are you serious? Oh, if you're a diehard Half-Life fan, you will. Yeah, no. You know how many... Let me plug you in real quick. I wonder, I wonder, you think they'll break a million VR headsets sold for this one game? They're literally going to put VR headsets into people's houses for this experience. Not a chance in hell. That's what they're going to do, bro. They're going to remortgage their houses to experience this. I can't, I cannot, I cannot... I cannot envision. Mm. I can. It's hard enough to sell somebody to buy a console for a single game. You know, sometimes a game comes along that's so special where you say, you know what? <clears throat> this is a game that you buy a console for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the original Xbox Halo did. Mm-hmm. People bought it specifically for Halo. Yep. The difference between buying a console and buying a current VR headset, the cost difference. It's fucking huge. You're spending over a grand mm. to get in as an entry ticket. Then you buy the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have, and then oh yeah, by the way, your PC has to be able to run it well. Mm-hmm. Not very many graphics cards going to be crushing this shit in VR that are south of seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So your buy-in, yes, for this game, yes, is literally like two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people. You want to know what Half-Life is to a lot of people? $2,000. It's their dog. You know what people would do for their pets? Anything. Anything. I'm sorry. I'm the guy that if my dog randomly had like like cancer or some shit, and the doctor came to me and said it's going to be like $50,000 in like six months worth of treatment, I'd say, you know what? Yeah, but. It's been a good run. But $2,000. It's a bit of a difference, right? Uh, only if that's the only two thousand dollars that's going. Yeah. <laughs> but cost. here's, but that is the fandom, bro. There's, there's a reason why it's VR only. <laughs> there yeah. is a reason why it's VR only. Got him. All right, let's get this bad boy up. Let's see, let's see how good look. Let's see how good this thing looks. I bet you it looks fire. I'm gonna be honest with you. I bet you it looks fire. But does it look two thousand U.S. dollars fire? Let's find out. Here we go. Get this up. Swap our screens over here. All right, let's check it out. Let's see what we got. Turn this volume? bitch up. What's our volume at? I have no idea how loud this is going to be. Not loud enough. Turn me up. I can't hear shit. It's very quiet in general right now. Oh, okay. Alex? Alex! I'm here. So what's the plan? If we can get this weapon, what we're doing here could change things forever. There's no straight shot to the vault. I'm going to head inside, find a way out. Got it. I'm with you every step of the way. Gonna need a gun. Don't worry, it's unloaded. 
It's unloaded now. <laughs> Combine cannons really picking up. They know you're coming. You need to get out of here now. Oh god. They've got dad. They're gonna find out what he knows, and then they're gonna kill him. All oh, this is my fault. I never told you. I couldn't. I'm so sorry, baby. You will not save him. Alex Vance alone cannot prevent his fate. Close your eyes, honey! Oh, look who it is. March 2020. Valve Index, Vive, Oculus, and Windows MR. <clears throat> it looks like a video game, Jeff. It looks like a video game. <laughs> It looked it looked like a video game. Hot take that you could play. Hot take. Hot garbage. Hot mess, bro. Looks like, bro. The hands. The well, hands I mean, with have no to, arms. If you're, in v, if you're in VR, like there's like, I guess there's a fine line. Like if they tried to put like an arm to it and you were like moving around, it would probably look real, real fucking jank. Like you know, people are gonna be like <laughs> trying to do like all the weird, the weird shit with their arms. I know it's just. Look, you know what? You know what the thing that the what? What oddly? I'm trying not to be cynical about this graphically and everything. Look, it look fine. It's gonna be a five hour game. It's bro. probably gonna be pretty short. It's gonna be a five hour game. You know what? You know what stood out to me the most in that entire thing where I meet where where I wanted to check out was for me, depending on the genre when it comes to VR headsets, there is a fine line between uh between form and function. <clears throat> Right between it be, a, be between a mechanic being in place because it's cool and it uh, and it makes gameplay fun, and then there's the we're doing it because we have hands now, and so we're gonna put it in. And the thing that stood out to me was she sees some enemies, and she turns to the right, and there's the shelf. And she, like, takes the hands and starts, like, moving objects aside to find some shells to put in her gun, which you're like, wow, fuck me. Which, so realistic. So realistic, Jeb. Because I'd move shit. And then in, and then, but in, in practice, I don't want to do that. I want to pick up an ammo box and have the ammo. And that's pretty much it. That's the show. Because it's, it keeps the gameplay moving. Unless you're making a game that's intentionally slow paced, and maybe this is in some weird way, like the like the the combat sequences are very um, very designed, like or designed, you know what I mean? Like where it's meant to play out in a relatively specific yeah. way. Yeah. If that's the case, then you can get away with stuff like this. If this is a game where stuff is relatively active and happening, I don't want to be fucking like moving cans of spam. Out of the way. I just don't want to be wearing a VR headset if I'm just going to keep it real with you. Uh, the new ones are finally getting lighter, and eventually it will be fine, but right now, I don't want to wear that shit. I don't want to wear that shit. As cool as it would be. 
and I maintain that still right now for me personally as a as a as a as a gamer, and obviously uh, we aren't representative of everyone. There's lots of people very excited about this. Um, the only thing I want to wear VR for, or would want to, would be puzzle, flight simulator type stuff. Maybe driving. I don't even want to do that. That's a maybe, but mm. puzzle adventure is the number one yeah. for me. Full stop. Yeah. Where you're, it's slow and there's tactile things in the environment. Yeah. Everything else with VR, I could not care less. And yeah, I mean, personally, nothing about that. You know what this is? This is just a money grab to sell fucking. Well, it's definitely a way to try and push some more headsets. And this is, and I think you know, this is well, the only well, thing that they, and, this is the only reason why they're doing this. Probably, well, and for a, and for Valve when they when they made Half Life in the past, they they showcased like their physics engine, and they then they were showcasing uh, the Source Two engine with the <coughs> follow ups, and and so it was, it's always Half Life's always been kind of attached to Valve pushing some sort of internal thing, you know, an experiment of some kind, and now they're choosing VR to be their thing. And yeah, but this isn't even a Half Life game, game, bro. This is going to be a five hour demo reel to get you to buy a headset. There's a reason why this is not called Half Life 3. Yeah. Because this is not a Half Life full blown game. I can guarantee you this because when people get this shit and they, they blow through this in four or five hours and they experience this and it's not what they're used to experiencing. They're gonna be they're gonna be grateful, I guess, that they have a Half Life game. But then another ten years, whatever, they'll announce a Half Life three, the official sequel to whatever was previous. This, I'm still this, not convinced we're actually ever gonna see that. Oh, we might not. We might not. We might not. You but, know, again, this all comes down to how much do you really fucking love Half Life, because. Unless you already have a computer, at the bare minimum, maybe you're like me, and you have a 2080 Ti or some shit in your computer. So the graphics card's already been paid for. Yeah. And maybe then you're like, okay, I don't have a VR headset. This is the thing that I needed to hook me on getting VR. You're still paying seven, eight, nine thousand, twelve hundred. Yeah. Dollars. And most people ain't got this VR headset. I'm just gonna as an entry point. Tell you that right now, to get in on it. Yeah. And I promise you, to get to for this game to to be even worth playing in VR, you're not gonna get the bare bones end of the VR spectrum. You're gonna be getting like the Valve Index Vive end of the spectrum. Yep. The big boys in the space. Yep. And that's a lot to ask from people where the current catalog of games that they can play after they're done their five-hour Half-Life campaign is Beat Saber. And some more Beat Saber. Yes. That's it. Yes. There are a handful of games worth playing in VR. And I mean a handful. Yeah. Maybe five. Yeah. People are buying this. For Half-Life. Valve knows this. That's why they're doing it. It's VR Yikes. exclusive. Which means if you don't own that shit, you ain't playing that shit. Get fucked. This is a big yikes, bro. This is not Half-Life 3, guys. Don't get it twisted. They're selling you a VR headset 
and they're doing it through your nostalgia. They're doing uh, it through your through your your wishful memories. Man, and man, I find it particularly shocking to me that they're making this VR only. I find that particularly shocking. I if I was a Half Life if I was a big Half Life fan, and you're waiting, I'd be ma- I'd be mad over ten years for this. I'd shit, be mad. And you've been hearing Gabe literally make jokes about how Half Life Three is never going to happen. Well, it hasn't happened. And this then isn't it. and then they come out finally. They tease you. They have a new Twitter account and shit. They come up with a new fucking Half Life game, yeah. and it's not Half Life Three or anything that remotely resembles it. It's an offshoot for Alex that is not only just that, but locked to the most expensive entry point in gaming right now yeah. in VR. With almost no benefit outside of playing that singular title. I think it's arrogant. I think it's foolhardy. I think it spits in the face of the fans of the franchise. Uh, and personally, I hope it doesn't do well for those reasons. It will though. It's done in poor taste and I hope people are wise about this shit. Don't spend fucking 2000 fucking dollars on this after you've been in waiting for so long and this is how they give it to you and then they're going to force you in on VR. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Don't do that shit. Don't give them this W. Don't let them get away with that bullshit. It's crazy. They could do that with like almost any other title. And okay, you're going to do that with Half-Life 3 after all the shit? Half-Life. Or Half-Life Alex. Alex. This is, not, this is this not is a not a full-blown game. Not, no. I'm telling you right if now. If it's eight hours, I'll be impressed. It's not. I My guess is between four and five hours. My, my, my guess is it's a five-hour play. Six hours tops. And then when you do a rerun, like three hours. Man. I... And uh, also, the voice acting, not feeling it. Not feeling it. Um, I yeah, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling. Uh, I'm not feeling it. it. I'm not feeling it. Like yeah, it's cool to see that world again. Cool. Don't want to see it in VR, or at least give me a, the ability to not see it in VR. Yes. Because if that was the case, I'd buy this game. This is the first kind of flagship game I can think of that has been solely locked to VR and not been playable outside of a VR headset. And this ain't no small game. No. Like, I bet you it's a small game, but it's not a, it's, no, it's is, a big deal. This is a big deal. Like, this is this like... Is a major deal. Yes. This is huge. This huge. is the biggest thing that happened to VR, but in a, in a not positive way. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like they're forcing people to buy a VR headset. Steam has the game and headset bundle for $1,000. Nope. Again, that's assuming you have a graphics card and a computer that can do the shit. $1,000 is officially, in the bundle, your entry. That's your entry point. That is your fucking crossing the finish line on your hands and knees. How many VR headsets do they sell, Adam? For this game? Yeah. If I'm a if I'm a keep it real, <laughs> okay. Uh, if they go north of two hundred and fifty thousand units on this, I will be very impressed. I think there's a good chance that this gets locked underneath the sub two hundred fifty thousand unit 
But if they're selling that many headsets, but that, but that doesn't mean that they're going to sell headsets because there's already some on the market, right? Yeah, but I mean, not, not like that this. many, not like this. So if they go north of 250, I'll be impressed. <laughs> I think I think this if this I think it's a success to them if they if this game sells 100,000 copies. Oh, well, I mean, if can you imagine if they sell 100,000 copies with 100,000 VR headsets. That's huge. Not only that, dude, you sell a headset, you make selling any other VR game on Steam that much easier. Mm-hmm. Because people are going, well, fuck, I spent $1,000 well, yeah, on this now, thing. Now I need... Now, now I, need I to, have like, to... Lit- like, I need I to need make more. my money's worth. Yeah. Like, if something even comes out that's reasonably good looking, yes. you buy it. Because if not, you spent that much money for a five-hour experience. It's genius. I still think if they, I still think if they go north of two hundred and fifty thousand, I'll be super impressed. I'll also be depressed if that's the case. I'm going half a million. Half I'm million going headsets. Half a million headsets sold because of this fucking thing. I, I think. I think. Yeah. If they, dude, if they go north of two hundred and fifty thousand headsets, half a million headsets sold onto this motherfucker. Because let's not forget, the ones that were on the edge about buying a VR headset to begin with, the ones that were thinking about it, it's now sold. It's now bought. And you know what's genius about these cocksuckers? They announce it before Christmas. Oh, of course they do. Ho, ho, ho. They're hoping some people are going to buy the headset ahead of time. Oh, they are going to buy them because you know what's going to sell out and going to be out of stock come fucking April? Headsets. Tons of headsets. It's going to be a waiting list. Smart ass motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't. Ho ho ho. I ho, really, ho. I really, I, I will. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to find out. Mm. I will be, I will be fucking Valve shocked. Single-handedly if it goes bringing the VR market to life with Half Life. <laughs> Well, actually, actually, I think it's going to bring, bring it, it to half to half life. Yeah. Yes, because right it's, now it's like only it's, a quarter alive. This isn't even going to be full alive yeah, yet. We're this bringing it to half life. Bringing it to half life with half life. Yes, half life, Alex. Boom. Not even half life three, guys. Don't get excited. No, this is not it. And it just they're never going to tell you that. They're never going to come out and say, guys, this ain't half life three. This is half life, Alex. They're going to let you think that, and then after that's done and it's not received the way that people want it to, they're going to say, hey, guys. This wasn't like an official Half-Life game. The only thing that could have made this worse would be if this was Half-Life 3. And they called it Half-Life 3 and did all the same shit. That's the only way this gets worse. Yeah. And my hope for Half-Life fans is that what this means is that Half-Life 3 is happening. It's just this is happening first. No, no, no. You know what's going to happen. You got to get chapters you, to Alex? Yes. You've got Half-Life Alex... And then Half six months, episode one, bro, and six two. months, a year, you're going to have Half-Life uh, Bang, the second chapter of this. Don't even need to buy a full game. It's just some DLC for 15 bucks. Uh, oh, and if you don't have a headset yet, you better hop on board because there's going to be more episodes coming right every year. It's not an official game, but hey, how would you like another four or five hour episode in the VR world? That's what's going to happen, bruh. Prepare your body. Get ready. Dude, it's crazy. I just wanted to see if there's anything in these subtweets here that we wanted to mention before we move on. 
Uh, so, just to give the, the more of an outline here, the set between the events of Half-Life and Half-Life 2, Alex Vance and her father Eli discover a secret that leads them into the heart of the Combine's occupation of City 17 as Alex give humanity its last chance for survival. Keeping in mind that since this happened between Half-Life 1 and 2, you already know how this ends. It's a, it's like a, it's like a prequel, like a, the, 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 yeah. the middle. Uh, VR was built for the kind of gameplay that sits at the heart of Half-Life and Half-Life Alex was built from the ground up for VR. You'll be able to play it on any Steam VR compatible system. Learn more about its compatibility and play styles. Hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. March 2020. All right, that was fun. Well, you know, I'm gonna, Woo! I'm gonna, I'm gonna remain positive for Half Life fans. Yeah, just for them. Yep. It ain't for me, but I'm gonna remain positive for all you Half Life fans out there. I hope. I hope it's good. That it turns out fucking spectacular. I hope it's worth the money. I hope it's worth the money, especially for people who are going balls deep and upgrading everything for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my bigger hope. Uh, I really do hope it turns out well. And then I inevitably hope that it comes out for not VR at some point in the future, which is a possibility. They might be locking it to VR up front and then convert it later on. Uh, but, uh, for now it is obviously a ploy to sell loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of headsets and subsequently have people buy more VR titles on Steam. Uh, and, uh, my God, this is a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. Mm-hmm. Mr. Black. Yeah. You ready to sell out? Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash lag TV. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, it's a good way to support what we're doing here. Uh, different tiers, get some perks. Uh, you can become a sub here on the channel. Uh, also, can't forget about our beautiful sponsor. Oh, so beautiful. NordVPN. 70% off your virtual private network on a three-year term. At less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks a month. Mm. Four months. Starbucks specifically. Starbucks specifically. Four months of bonus, like for free. You sign up on that, they're going to throw in an extra four months for free. 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN. You want to watch that Netflix in another region? They got you covered. You want to watch... Uh, YouTube videos that are region locked in your region, got you covered. Mm. You want to stay anonymous while you're at Starbucks getting a coffee, got you covered. On up to six devices. Could be your laptop, iPad, cell phone. Another laptop, another iPad, a cell phone. All at the same time. All different IPs. All under one account. NordVPN. Use that promo code. OTT. Link is in the description below. If you're listening to this, 70% off. If you're listening to this on the RSS feed, head on over to our YouTube channel. Click on the newest podcast. There'll be a link in the description or head on over to the website. And when you check out, use that promo code OTT. 70% off. It don't get no better than that. Boom! There it is. I'm going to sneak one more game thing in here just for XC because he's been badgering a little bit in chat. And All right. He asked me before I All right. put it in. All right. Flight Simulator 2020. Yeah. Put out gameplay for it. They ran it on a PC with a 20. Isn't it like the actual world? Uh, yes. So we talked about it briefly before where uh, where Microsoft took Bing Maps and through the <clears> magic <throat> of some crazy ass fucking programming, 
map the entire fucking planet. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Into this game. That's crazy. Including 40,000 plus airports. Mm. Crazy. 40,000 plus airports. Uh, and, I didn't uh, know there was that many airports in the world. There are several. It's a lot. Uh, and, and really like crazy impressive technology that, that might be able to be used in other games in the future. Like really quite impressive. Uh, and then the game just looks fucking good. The weather systems and everything. They put out the gameplay trailer. If you have a second to, to catch it out, uh, or to catch it, you know, watch it by all means, check it out. Uh, but very impressive. And if not, if anything, just for the technology, because if they can figure out a way of mapping this kind of shit into other games, uh, or utilizing it to get one-to-one scale cities in, in games that have tried to do th- that kind of thing in the past, that's dope. Mm. I mean, we were talking, what was the, the data amount? It was in the teraflops or some, or not teraflops, I'm talking about a measurement of, uh, sorry, because uh, uh, I want to say terabytes, but it's not terabytes. It's um, uh, exo, what's, what's after terabyte? Um, it was a lot, it was fucking, it was, it was a it's a huge. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. It's a huge amount of data. It's a lot of stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Very, very, very impressive. And uh, uh, yeah, petabyte. That's that's what we're looking for. Petabyte. The dream. Uh, yeah. So you have it. Go check it out. Uh, it's got overly dramatic music in it. Mm. For what it is. But that's what you need when you're doing nothing. But it looks really good. Hell yeah. So there you go. Movies and TV. Movies I literally TV. have nothing. Question mark. Lol. Because I didn't see. Shit. Uh, I did. I saw... Um, you and Adam went to... Um, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari. How was that? It's great. Is it Oscar bait? Yes. Is it going to win Oscars? Probably not. Okay. But it might. But it was still good? Oh, it was awesome. There you go. Uh, I give it a 9.5 out of 10. Damn. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Is it Brad? It's Brad Pitt. Nope. And, no, Matt not Brad Damon Pitt. Sorry, and Matt Damon Christian and, and Christian Bale. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Along with some other... Um, uh, John... Um, Brenthal is in it, the mm. uh, the dude that plays Punisher, and he was yeah, yeah. Uh, he was great. A lot of good, lot of good actors, well acted. Story was great. Had a lot of heart. Um, it was two and a half hour movie that felt like an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, went by quick. The last like whole racing scene was probably forty five minutes. Wow, and it was intense. And the cars mm. also very intense. Mm. It was pretty dope. Yeah, the way I, they it, shot it, it was fire. It's it's one. Of I those... didn't see I didn't see anything about this movie until two weeks ago. I saw a trailer for it. I was like, "Where the fuck did this come from, dude?" Like, I didn't hear tell of it at all. It's great. It's great. Well, there you go. It's really really good. I recommend it to anybody, um, even if you're not a race fan. It's not really uh, it's not really a movie about racing, even though it is. It's about the characters Mm-mm. and the story because it's a true story. It's really really dope. Hot fire news coming in from chat, Jeff. Oh, my God. Joker 2. Well, that, but also the Sonic movie. Mm. The redesign, officially $5 million. I thought uh, it was $35 million. The The redesign, the update to it. Yeah, I thought Not it was $35 The, the entire thing was $35 million in cost? That's what I heard yesterday, but okay. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Somewhere between 5 and $35 million. Mm. Maybe the entire cost of the movie was $35 million. It's possible. If it's north of that, maybe that's what I saw then. That's the yikes. Oh, if it's just five million dollars, if that's all it costs to like reanimate that whole movie, they did well. Yeah, make that money back in fuck. I mean, that's just the best, cheapest marketing ever. Ten out of ten. <laughs> that's Mandalorian, like fucking Jeff. Pocket chain. Did you watch the second episode yet? I did. Thoughts? It's good. 
I'm I enjoyed still, it. I'm still super lukewarm on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like excited for tomorrow. No, I'll watch it. I'm not like super hooked yet. Um, it is a breath of fresh air, I guess, for Star Wars. Um, I won't spoil anything that happened in it, but no. it was like a really short episode, and then there yeah. was like one specific thing that happened. I was like, uh, okay. I feel like that's how most of them are going to go. Is that almost nothing happens, and then there's one little thing that carries the entire episode, mm. and then the episode ends. Yeah. Um, but so far, music hasn't gotten me. Uh, <coughs> visually, obvi- it's obviously spent a fortune on this show because it looks like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dialogue hasn't done anything for me yet. The writing has been whatever to me. Mm-hmm. Um, none, no, none of the characters have stood out in the first two episodes uh, to any major degree it's just been it's been a star wars tv show that hasn't done anything special yeah so i'm hoping that you know with another couple episodes we start to get you know we've got the base down now like we've got the base premise you can see without spoiling you can see what the premise of this show is going to be yeah now it's how does that i just have a hard time connecting to the mandalorian like i have a hard time well because he has a mask on yes and and, and, you know it he only says like five words an episode it's just like it's not if, if I'm there. if I'm not going to be connected to the character, then I need to be like drawn into action or story or something, and I'm not really getting yeah. any of that from any of it. I think all the character for the Mandalorian himself is likely going to come from his actions, and then the the sidekicks he'll have yeah. that play off of him. Yeah. That, but it's only two it's only two episodes in, exactly. and a whopping like fucking fifty minutes of runtime. Yes. So we'll see what as what, this thing goes what, on. Right. What comes up in yeah. the future. This uh, is actually one of the things that I kind of wish I could binge because the episodes are so short. You know, if it's 10 episodes and each episode is between 20 and 40 minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I could literally binge that in one sitting. Yeah. And then get like a, a, a full a It's full weird to see story. a show that's so high production value be 20-something minutes it's because long. because it costs so much yes. goddamn money. Yeah, but it, it it makes it feel even shorter for some reason. Yeah, it's like imagine if Game of Thrones was twenty two minutes long each. No, I couldn't. That's rough. Yeah. Um. And what what and, and I think I think the fact that it's twenty two minutes and there's so little dialogue and so little that happens makes that stand out even more. Yeah. Because it's like the show the episode's already over and it doesn't even feel like you've gone through the progression of like a beginning, you know, a climax tail off like there's not it just feels like it's one one note yeah, but you know what at the same time the episodes kind of feel long <laughs> because nothing <laughs> because happens. nothing really happens yeah it's true yeah you know like in a weird way in a weird yeah sometimes it it's drags. like it's a short episode but it's still like is something gonna happen yeah and then when the episode ends you go oh, okay that was it okay <laughs> see you next friday see you next week so I'm, I'm with you i'm kind of lukewarm on it i think i'm a little i'm a little bit more on the positive side because it's something different Oh, I'm still uh, positive about yeah. it, but I'm just lukewarm. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. was when when they when I heard they're putting all this money into an, a TV series of sorts on the Mandalorian. Yeah, everybody thought it was going to be. I was like, oh my episodes. god, yeah, this sounds it's, amazing. It's not, we haven't and, even gotten one full hour yet. No runtime. And how many episodes are slated for this season? Ten, I think ten? ten, eight or ten. I think it's ten. This needs to. Season two is already in production. We we need to get yeah. that ramp going. Yeah, you get on that on ramp. Uh, other than that, uh, I have well, been enjoying the Joker, my... the Joker too. Yes. They, they, there's like rumor. It's like one, one, uh, source is saying, yes, it's happening. Another source is saying no. Another source is saying 
Uh, well, it's obvious it's going to happen. They've made over a billion dollars. The first rated R movie to make a billion dollars. It's done. Like they are one hundred percent going to make a sequel to this movie, whether you want it or not. Yep. It's made a billion dollars. Yep. And it cost them like fucking fifty million to make it. Mm-hmm. They're going to make another one. Period. We, we didn't. We didn't think it was going to happen. It hit a bill. It hit a bill. That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's why. That's why. A bill. Rumor is now that they are in development to make R-rated. Uh, origin movies for other DC characters. Yes. In the same vein. More serious, more grounded, uh, lower budget, grittier. Yes. And That's I'm, great news. And you know what? <laughs> I want it. That's great news. I, I, I actually want give it. Give us more $50 million movies that make a billion dollars. Just give me more good storytelling and acting. Yeah. And I'm all for it, dude. I am burnt out. On the crazy popcorn, shebang, boom, That's right. Bob's your uncle. That's right. Uh, comic book movies. Give me more of these. Yes. Now, I don't necessarily want to see origins for everybody. You can also make new characters or or visit characters we haven't seen yet and give me a nice story. That would be like the most ideal thing if we pull up characters we haven't seen yet. But, but at the end of the day, they're still looking to make money. Yep. And so we're probably going to see origin stories for characters we already know. Yeah. And that's that's where it's going. And you know, if it makes a billion dollars, they're going to keep fucking cranking them out. Keep fucking coming every bro. day of the week. Uh, other than that, yeah, not not a hell of a lot. I've been enjoying my Disney Plus, watching you know movies. I, I, we uh, watched, uh, uh, oh shit, what was it called? The heavy heavyweights. The heavyweights. Heavyweights. I don't you know, know what was, that is. I think it was one. Of those, that was the one that was called heavyweights. It was the one <laughs> with uh, with uh, Ben Stiller, and there was like the Fat Camp. Uh, where the kid the kid goes to fat camp or whatever, and Ben Stiller like that's buys an old out. movie, right? It is an old movie, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's funny because when you watch it, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Mm. I remembered most of it, but uh, it's his character in that movie is literally his character in Dodgeball, mm-hmm. like identical. identical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the I haven't seen that movie probably same, in like fifteen years, bro. The exact same character. <clears throat> Uh, and, uh, it, yeah, it just stood out to me right away when he came on and it was like, he's, he's like the super fitness guy. Mm-hmm. He's like the positive, whatever. Yeah. It's identical fucking character. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hey, he made it work. He double, he did the character twice. Double down on made it. Made money twice. Boom. Boom. Just, you know, you wait like 20 years in between. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Uh, and yeah, other than that, there's, that's all I got. I nothing for movies and TV. It's been, it's been it's dry. dead. It's been dry. Dead. Which Movie means season is coming. You like, know what's coming up next. Tech support. Every week, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV. L A G T V. Go over there. Ten dollars or more on the Patreon. Uh Patreon, which uh, goes at this point all the way for us because we have no other revenue source. Uh gets you in. You can then ask a question on a post that I put up every week. And there's a freakishly good chance that we're going to answer that question. Patreon.com slash like TV. What do we got? Oh, if you can only choose between one of these two things, this is, this is a harsh, this is harsh, but I feel like I know which way I'm going. Okay. Seth asks, bacon or ice cream? (sighs) Mm. I'm going bacon, bro. Uh, You can put bacon on fucking everything. And I love I love me some ice cream, but if you take bacon out, that changes the game in a big way. You take ice cream out. Ice cream is kind of the thing that you can have on its own, but really it's an additive to some shit. Bacon is good on its own, 
and it makes everything better. You can wrap bacon around, you can wrap bacon around other bacon, mm. and it's better. I got to go bacon. So what is exactly the question here? The, the question is, you only choose one. You can choose one, you don't get to have the other anymore. Bacon or ice cream? I'm going ice cream. <sighs> I'm going ice cream because the older I get, the more of a sweet tooth I have for ice cream. And on top of that, ice cream is just, I can live without bacon. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to live in a world without ice cream. Hot summer day, grabbing an ice cream, mm. you know, there's something about it. I, I eat bacon a lot. I had bacon today. Mm. I eat bacon a lot more than I do ice cream. Of course. But when I eat ice cream, it's like I'm actively searching for that ice cream. It's like it's an event. Mm. You know, I'm not, we're not the type of family that always has a tub of ice cream in the fridge. Yeah. It's, it's, we go out and we enjoy it. Going down to cows, grabbing an ice cream, mm. uh, having a warm brownie as a dessert with a scoop of vanilla ice cream on the side, having that warm apple pie with ice cream. I can have a burger without bacon. I can have breakfast without bacon. I'm not sure I can have pie, brownie, or summers without ice cream. I got to go ice cream. I feel you, bro. I, I got to go you. with it. I feel you. I just do. It's a tough one. I just do. Uh, let's see. Vlad asks, with Microsoft creating Mixer and buying off streamers from Twitch, what company do you think created a similar service to YouTube and start buying off YouTubers? Nobody. No, it's dead. You want to know? You want to know who could do it? Twitch or Mixer? That's about it. Uh, and actually, they couldn't do it either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the amount of money that Google has dumped into YouTube uh, as a service is too hot. There's a reason why you're not seeing. Well, we know they just dumped 180 million. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you, there's a reason you're not seeing other random fucking uh, companies pop up every five minutes, going, "Hey, we're going to be YouTube." You're, the best case scenario in the future is that there are a bunch of smaller YouTubes that are specific to certain types of content. Mm. Because you can't a catch-all like YouTube is just too fi- current. Currently, anyway, too fucking expensive to operate. Mm-hmm. If Google is running it at a loss for basically the entire lifespan, its own YouTube, forget any company ever wanting to get involved in that shit. No, no. Let alone the legal shit that they have to deal with all the time. Yep. Not going to happen. Let's see. Uh, Kimutz asks, do you want to know how and when you're going to die? No. Neither do I. Agent asks, "Do you think the top-grossing movies of this generation—Avatar, Avengers, um, Fast and the Furious, Harry Potter, and so on—will be remade in twenty to thirty years? If so, how and when? uh, What new tech will be used, like three D without glasses, immersive VR, interactive smell vision, (laughs) or something else? Uh, They'll be remade long before twenty or thirty years. Uh, Which movies? Pretty much, like the the big ones of the of 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 this generation: Avatar, Mm. Avenger, Fast. Well, Avatar won't." Avatar will uh, be Harry remade. Potter. Harry someone. Potter, I no, I don't think Harry Potter is going to get remade. I don't think Avatar is going to get remade. Um, I think they'll add more Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't think there'll be a remake. Mm-hmm. Avatar, they're just starting. <laughs> so you know, no. Uh, in terms of other big franchises, yes. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they, they, remakes are happening all the time. And do I think that they're going to 
bring the technology forward? Probably not. I just, I just think they're just going to remake it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're going to be like, hey, you know what? We've got some augmented reality movies. Let's go ahead and remake movies specifically for this. Yeah, the yeah. answer is no. They're just going to have new actors. Yeah. New directors. Mm-hmm. A new vision, and they're going to butcher it. Total Recall sound familiar? Yes, it does. It's yikes. Big yikes for me, Doug. Will asks, is there a character in the Star Wars legend uh, in, in the Star Wars legend that that's non-canon that you'd like to see brought back into canon? As we know, Disney axed a whole bunch of shit. I don't I don't know anything about the anthology of, of the different there's, can- non-canon there's stuff. There's only one that stood out to me that was really weird because he's part of the prequels is General Grievous, mm. which is the I robot know that with guy. multi-army. Yeah. They axed him out of the canon. Mm. Why? Wasn't he in uh, the prequels? Yes. Yeah. So that was the weird one. Like that yeah. that's like the why would you do that shit? I don't fucking know. Mm. Um I'm like a hardcore casual Star Wars fan. So of everything yeah. at face value, yeah. uh, like I've never watched the Clone Wars, but now that I have Disney Plus, I am gonna watch the shit. But I I've watched all the movies and I've watched them all multiple times. Uh but that's about as far as my StarCraft knowledge goes. I don't I'm not into the the novel the novels the the you know all those different things I don't know anything about yeah. that stuff like I just don't the one thing that I just want that that that, that bothers me and will f- bother me for the rest of my life is uh, after having just watched episode one again here recently uh, watching the the duel of the fate scene Star Wars sorry did I say Starcraft yeah close enough my vocab um the uh, you know so the, the duel of the fates the best best music in the How's entire prequels yes and uh, one of the greatest fight scenes in Star Wars. And uh, they get to the point where they're going through like the, the shield hallway. Mm-hmm. And the opening scene to this fucking movie, Jeff, shows both uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon using force speed in the very first like 30 seconds mm-hmm. of this movie. Where Qui-Gon looks at him after the battle droids show up. And go, we need to get the fuck out of here. And then they zip off down the hallway at like Mach 4. Mm. Okay. Then all of a sudden, it's like they get to this shield thing and they've suddenly forgotten that they have the ability to do this. And they're running at normal ass speed. <laughs> Only you would think of this, Adam. But what really pisses me it's off is that, is that Obi-Wan specifically, who's further behind, who's mm. trying to get there so that his bro doesn't get killed, yeah. decides to not use force speed to get his ass... Mm. On the other side in time, mm. subsequently saving Qui-Gon and changing the canon of Star Wars forever. Mm. More specifically, we would have had Liam Neeson for at least one more movie, which would have made the prequels at least a little bit more palatable to me. What the fuck? Good point. Good point, Adam. What's next? Some bullshit. <laughs> Good point. Uh... That's a no. I can't go near that question. Um, uh, we just answered that one last week, pretty much. Jetrix, Jetrix, just asking. You know how Jeff and Adam met. Jeff moved on to my street uh, when I when I was I think eleven and you were thirteen. Yeah, I think twelve, thirteen, twelve, thirteen. Uh, and uh, so we met that way. A bunch of kids on the street uh, met up. Uh, became friends uh, as most children would and then uh, one day Jeff uh, walked into my room and said let's make a YouTube channel and I said fuck it and here we are boom it's the many abri- years it's, later it's the abridged version 
many years. But hits on most of the points. Bro, yeah, it's been about years. it's been t- like twenty years. We're going on. Oh, our friendship. Yeah, it was twenty. It is twenty years this year. Twenty years. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me. Uh, it blows my mind to think like I've known Brian for twenty six years. <laughs> getting old, bro. We're getting. <laughs> we're Fuck. getting old, bro. We're getting old. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron asks, this is kind of related to what we were talking about, uh, almost with the clothing thing. When do you shower or bathe? I grew up or was taught to shower at night until my 20s. However, a wise person once told me that you should shower in the morning because after a night's sleep, you get bed stink. And so you should shower in the morning to make sure you're fresh for the day. That is, if you don't shower in the morning... Uh, you'll be filled with bed stink. Since then, I've always bed showered stink. in the morning. Mm. Side question, how often do you shower or, or bathe? Please help with three exclamation points, Jeff. I would say six days a week, depending on uh, how much of a rush I am when I wake up. But I yep. would say six days a week, I yep. shower twice. So mm-hmm. I shower as soon as I wake up in the morning, and then I shower before I go to bed. Jesus H. Yeah. Six days a week. I showered this morning, and I will shower again tonight. Okay. Okay. It's always been like that. Like a lot of the times, dude, and I think uh it's not because I it's not because I f- I feel like I stink. Uh there's two reasons. Number 1 is showering at night kind of calms me down. It's like a relaxing thing, and I would say honestly when I shower at night, it's more to decompress. So I do a lot of just standing in the shower, and I have um, I have one of the JBL speakers yeah, that yeah. I put in the shower with me, yeah, yeah. and I put on a pot uh, like UFC um, clips from YouTube, uh, like mm-hmm. the shows I listen to, and I usually listen to about fifteen minutes to to a half hour mm. of content that I consume, and I do that in the shower. Um, I also brush my teeth in the shower. I shave typically in the shower a lot of the times. Uh, I, it's, it's basically my, uh, oasis, mm-hmm. like my quiet time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still wash, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's just me just kind of sitting in the showers, fucking scratching my balls, chilling. Doing what people doing. in California can't. Yeah. Uh. Stand in the shower for half so an I, hour. So I do that in the mornings. <laughs> I, it's usually business. Like in the mornings yeah, yeah. I get up, I shower, I wash, I'm out. Uh, but at night I'm usually just chilling. Uh, so yeah, it's usually twice, twice a day for me. Uh, I could not be more polar opposite to you if I tried. So I shower, uh, pretty much every second or third day, depending on how active I am. If I'm sitting at home in my chair and I am doing nothing but streaming and I'm not playing like fucking a competitive game for seven straight hours and I'm just memeing myself. Mm. I will I will shower every two or three days, uh, and I used to shower daily. Two or three? Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Two or three days? Yeah. I'll wash my hair. God damn, man! I wash my hair daily, and I'll wash my face. What happens when you're fucking? Like, dude, I, I, I shower pretty, then. Like, okay, we had, this discussion, I mean, we had yeah, this discussion before. Like, I mean, I yeah. Like, but like, if I'm just going through my my usual day, yeah. It is what it, then it is what it is. Damn. Unless I'm sweating up a storm, because here's here's my problem is that I have hideously dry skin. Yeah. And if when I used to shower every you know I used to I used to shower every single day, and when I did it was in the mornings before school or or whatever is when I would do it. 
uh, unless I had basketball, and then I would shower when I got back. And um, my skin is terrible for it. So, like, I, I my 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 beard and shit will flake like crazy. My the backs of my hands will get raw. Mm. Um, so, and this is before somebody says, "Well, stop showering so hot." I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like I have lukewarm ass water. Oh, I it's, shower hot. It's just, uh, it's just the way that it is. I mm. shower like hotter in the in the in the winter, and I just suck it up. But yeah, I have super dry skin. So uh, that's part of it. And the other part of it was uh, was that, especially when I started doing this job, it was like I'm I'm literally not doing anything. Yeah, you're just sitting in the house. I'm sitting in a chair. For twelve fucking hours, mm. and so I'll wash my face and, and like my hair because I have to because I have uh, coincidentally like oily scalp, but I'm not in the shower every single day. Yeah. I've never in my life showered twice unless I showered in the morning and then had basketball or something and then I was showering. Before I can't bed. remember a day where I haven't showered. I just. I, I don't. It's just so. And part, I, and it's I my prom- routine. And I and like, I promise. And I promise. I, I can tell you right now. I've never once. Nobody has. Ever. Oh, I don't like smell you or be like, no, Yo, bro. You need ever. a shower, bro. Everyone and any anyone. At, at, it's the opposite. Mm. I'm. I've. Ne- I, I. I've only like. I'm told frequently that I smell good. Mm. So, uh, like. So if I if I'm stinking, I'm mm. shower, I'm fucking taking a shower. Of course, but like I, I don't do it just like for the 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 habit of it. Mm. Uh, and, I do, and man, my water bill went way down. Bro, I got a J- <laughs> I got a JBL speaker in my shower, bro. I'm I like yeah. I now when I do shower, I'm in the shower for quite a period dude, of time. Dude, I'm chilling, bro. For, for the similar reason to you, I like to like relax. Uh, you know, and just, you know, take my time and do whatever. And, and I'm not like in there in like five minutes. Dude, sometimes I prep myself like in the morning. Sometimes it's me. Yeah, yeah. It's me just like leaning against the wall with the water just fucking smashing me. And I'm just mentally preparing myself for a day. Yes. Yeah. Like that's actually like that. That's my thing. You know what I mean? That's just how that's just how I am. <laughs> There's people who are like, what about if you when you take a shit and your balls sweat and stuff? Like, man, fuck, man. <laughs> People are so people. I, we talked about this before. Yeah. We, our clothes. Yeah. Like people are so fucking paranoid about how clean everything is. It's nuts. Yeah. Like people operated. Believe it or not, before we had showers in the home, mm. where you could just water is on tap for you. No pun intended. Twenty four hours a day and basically unlimited, mm. unless you unless you can't afford your water. Mm. Is like. It's not like people were showering 14 times a fucking day. You don't need to shower, bro. You don't need you to You really shower. don't. You and don't a doctor need. would tell you it's, it's actually, actually not gr- bad great for, for you. you. Yeah. It's actually the complete opposite. Like it's, you it's, don't it's terrible for your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, like, I get that people are like super crazy about it and they're swimming in cologne and they're fucking washing their clothes 14 times a day and they're going to shower all the time. But uh, we've established this last week. There ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of funk either. No, it's just crazy. There ain't nothing it's wrong with crazy. human, man. This is what, this is, this is it. Just fucking but crazy. I like me my I like my showers and I'm looking forward to my, you know, twenty minute oasis tonight before I go to bed. Just it's just nuts. If I do choose if I get a shower now, I do prefer at night because the bed stank argument only works if one, you're you're not washing your bedding enough, and two, you're going to bed dirty. Mm. So if you're showering at night and you wash your sheets, it takes a lot longer for your sheets to get substantial unless you're like living in a hot climate, you're sweating your balls off every yeah. single night. It takes a lot longer to do, you know, to get dirty, and you're not smelling like 
Like bed. Yeah, we usually wash our bed sheets like, I would say Kayla does it at least once a week. So, but we have, you know, we've got a son, we've got a dog, you know, <laughs> people are up in bed all the time. So Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you know, destroying the bed too, you know what I'm saying? Letting them go in the morning, yes. chilling. It's, it's just funking it up. People, people. There are some people that definitely do need to at least wash, like let's say, armpits and stuff every single day, because well, some people, some people just stink more. Exactly. Yeah. And if that's the case, then do it. But I, I, you know, I, it's just the way it is, bro. Mm. Uh, What's next? Let's see. I'm like looking at my podcast list as if that was the thing. Uh oh. Oh, I didn't even know this was a thing, but it's coming from your favorite account, so I'm going to say it anyway. Oh. Pulsating ripe developing titties mm-hmm. asks, what do you think about this whole fire, this all in capital letters movement uh, that all the millennials seem to be into, which it's an acronym for financial independence, retire early. Um, the, uh, I guess my immediate joke, well, he says, i.e., Working, saving, and investing super hard in your 20s, 30s, 40s so that you aren't forced to work until traditional retirement age. Well, here's, okay. So, here's, I guess there's there's a lot, there's a, a lot to This unpack. is the first time I've heard of this. This is the first time I've heard of this too. So, I'm not uh, sure how big of a movement this really is. The great meme is, uh, is uh, millennials retiring early might be the greatest joke of the fucking century. Yeah. Because for the vast majority of millennials, even if they wanted to, can't. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing here is that you work super hard in your twenties, thirties, and forties. Assuming life doesn't come and kick you in the nuts at the twenties, thirties, and forties, uh, you're still working. Like no matter no matter how much you want, you're going to work roughly the same amount of time in your life. No matter how you slice it, mm-hmm. whether you pack it all in a Unless, thirty uh, d- thirty year period or you pack it all in a 50-year period. Exactly. It's going to happen for most people. Obviously, outliers that get high-paying jobs that they don't have to work as many hours and they get to retire early, but you're talking about a fucking select few people. For everyone else, your choice is... MasterCard. Try not to kill yourself between the age of 20 and 40 and work like 12-hour days, seven days a week, and put huge amounts of money away and live off of fucking ramen. Yeah, but how do you do that? Because... Student loans are literally murdering people. Pe- like housing is so fucking expensive. Yeah. So what do what do people like? I would like to know more about this because, yeah, that's the dream for everybody. You know what this sounds like? It, this sounds this sounds like social media uh, started shit by a, by baby boomers to try and like make a movement to make it sound like millennials are actually not as bad off as they are. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. That's what that sounds like. No millennial that I know would sit back and go, yeah, I can just bust my fucking balls, which I'm already doing, I mean, and listen, retire early. If you want to be a hipster and you want to go and buy yourself one of those little those little fucking small mini home things that they got going on for like $30,000 and go live in the woods somewhere in fucking Alabama, then okay, like go ahead and retire. Like what is retirement to these people? Like this is retirement only working one job instead of four. Okay, well then you, that's 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 achievable. But I mean, like, and what yeah. is early? Like, what is what is early? early Forty today, years old. Early today would be fifty something, like fifty five. Okay, so the, I mean, you know, when I think when I think early, I think forty years old, between forty and forty five. Yeah, that's early retirement to me. Yeah, yeah. 
right? And you got to ask yourself, okay, so what what exactly is your end goal? Because and what is retirement to you? Does retirement mean you're not going to work at all and you get to do whatever you want, or is does retirement mean you work when you want to, not because you necessarily have to? So. You know, I have to have context into what this is because retirement to a lot of different people is a lot of different things. And for example, if you need $3,000 a month to live uh, from your expenses, whether that is your transportation, your housing, your food, your entertainment, whatever, and you want to retire at 40, yeah, you got to be able to hold that $3,000 a month budget till the day you die. Mm-hmm. And then hope that inflation doesn't. And fuck hope you. that inflation doesn't murder the fuck, and it will, doesn't murder the fuck out of your three thousand dollar a month budget. So, if a millennial can tell me how they can go out there and retire early, as in forty forty five, and be off and start this movement, yeah, I'd love to know. Here's the, here's the thing we've got we've got Miogs and, and Korean guy talking about it in chat, which is like the the bare bones formula that uh, you know at least in the states to to follow and the and and that that's there's truth to it, but there, there's a fucking reality is that that is applicable to a shockingly limited group of people. No matter how much you want, like I had a bad I had a bad habit for a long time of. Of like projecting my my experience as a person through my early twenties and 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 my teenage years onto other people and go, why aren't you just doing this? Mm. And the reality is, is because Simple. circumstances play a fucking monstrous role in what people can do. And it's not that necessarily sometimes circumstances completely block them, but you have you can't take the human fucking element out of it. If somebody gets beaten down into the ground, mm. they're not going to magically just go out and be able to be. And to be a hyper productive yeah. person to yeah. make this kind of shit happen, even if they know that it's the right thing to do and that they and that they have to in order to accomplish some sort of end goal. It just doesn't fucking happen that way. Uh it's and what makes it crazier right now is that in this generation that we're currently in, the amount of people our age who are going to have to re-educate to change jobs because their jobs won't exist in 15 years from now yeah is terrifying yeah it's insane and and it's not necessarily and and it's not necessarily this that this hasn't happened in the past but the number of people affected now is orders of magnitude bigger than it ever was oh big time technology it's literally murdering jobs and you like you can't so there are paths to take, but my fucking lord, are they listen laden? I am all for millennials taking charge, being smart, yes, being fiscally responsible, yeah, and crushing it financially, yes, and being pro- productive and retiring early. I'm all for that shit. Uh, but the reality of it is, dude, it is, it is extremely, extremely difficult. I mean, beyond difficult. Uh, I I want to know more about this. Like, I'll I'll look this up so I can talk more about it next week because this I've never heard of this movement. 
Um, and so I don't know. Uh, well, like, I'll, I'll, everything has to be as much as a hashtag. Oh, okay. Well, because because everything has to be. I, in order for me to give my real opinion on this, like I have to know the situation. Like what you know, what millennials are doing. Like I understand there are processes that you can do. Like what Miyagi said, you can you know stay with a roommate yeah. or a parent, save up money. You know, uh, fucking I don't don't eat out. You know, work. You know, overtime. Bank all your money. It's match ba- your 401ks. Like live the most bare bones existence. Yeah. For over half your life, so that you can retire early. So you can retire early, and it's and it's. Look, I get that. I get that. If somebody's going to put an ultimatum in front of you and be like, "Well, this is just your option," that's cool. It doesn't make it any easier for somebody to do that shit. Yeah. Like if somebody's staring down the barrel, like some people can live that way. And I'm not saying that people need to go out and spend fucking five dollars in coffee every single day of the week. Yeah. But it's now more than ever it was before. There, the the sacrifice, sacrificial part of financial freedom in your later years is way fucking bigger. Yeah. And takes way more. Yeah. Uh, and and it is and it is even less guaranteed now. Than it was previously. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. Like my like so. I I guess my my in, in my example, I went to university. I started in two thousand and seven, when the economy was great. The teachers said, "Look, all the profs say, look, work your ass off in school, get really good grades. You're going to tell employers how much money you want to make on the other side, and they're going to say, okay, you're all going to do well, be happy." As long as you bust your ass in university. Two years deep, everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, unfortunately, most of you are now fucked. And what you're going to school for is unlikely to result in anything for you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Even if you do mm-hmm. extraordinarily well. Mm-hmm. I graduate, I do extraordinarily well in school. Mm-hmm. I have a job for six months before we started doing the YouTube thing because it paid literally double mm-hmm. what my university degree was paying. Mm-hmm. And now, what I went to school for, which was already fucked when I was still in school, as, as management or marketing, is getting phased out yep. at a crazy speed that wasn't even in anyone's minds when I originally got two years into university. And so for me, my options are continue to work for myself and, and train and do something that's external to the system. Or literally go back to school, yeah. spend another twenty to forty thousand dollars up front, yeah, to get retrained. And even if I do that, <clears throat> I'm up against and do well and get and, and, and have good grades again. I'm still up against a twenty one year old yeah. or twenty two year old fresh blood that's fresh that I now have to convince somebody. And bro, you're jaded too. I'm the better, bro. The you've better already choice. seen. You've already. Seen, you know what it's like. Them motherfuckers. They're moldable. You know what I mean. Those motherfuckers. They want somebody who they can take in mm-hmm. and mold them into whatever they want for the company. Yep. Or better yet, they want somebody who that they can fucking abuse. Too. They, they can abuse and churn out with high with high turnover, so that the benefits don't have to get paid out. Yep. And so the it's it's a, a it's a fucking it's a crapshoot yeah it's tough i'm i'm all for this movement though i think it's great hey more people that want to be you know smart and crush it and retire early all the power to you hell that's what i'm trying to do 
I think that's what we're all trying to do. I think we're all trying to crush it and retire early and enjoy life without having to bust our ass. Thank you, Keps. Yeah, for that raid. Thank Appreciate you. the raid. But, but yeah, uh, that's yeah. I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I I think it's great. I would just love a little bit more. I got to read more into like what their plan is or like what this movement's all about. But all I think it is is just a positivity thing well, for hey, millennials if that's to what go it is, work hard and do your thing. Well, then fucking go do your thing, man. Go be I'm fire. A, be fire. There you go. Be fire. Save up that that bread. Live below your means. And crush it. I'm all for that shit. I'm all for the hashtag fire movement. Let's go. Yeah. It's a little rough. Tire early. A little rough. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Coming up on the end of her. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's not what I wanted to do. All right. One more. Yep. Mm-hmm. We out of questions? Oh no, I'm just trying. I'm, there were several. I'm just oh. picking one out of what we've got. Sorry. Okay. Um, oh, I'm stuck between two here. When with this one? Because right. uh, yeah, James asks. Imagine, if you will, you could take a pill that you could selectively wipe your memory of any specific event. Mm. What would you want to forget? Mm. Looking down at my wife's area mm-hmm. when she was cut open and when Kai came out. Yeah. I'd love to remove that <laughs> that image. Because, <laughs> guys. That's a rough image. Don't that's, look. That's a rough image. Don't look. Don't do it. Just uh, going to remove that right out of there. Kai comes out. We uh, go over to the little thing. While the doctors like wa- wa- wash all the shit and blood off him, cut the umbilical cord, and see him, and then I turn around to go back to Kayla, and as I do, I realize I'm now in front of her, in front of the screen, the the little yep thing, and I mm. look, and he can't help but not look. It's like a dumpster fire; you can't look away. And then the doctor's like, "You probably shouldn't look. Too late." That's like saying, don't press the big red button. It was bad. It's a bad time. It was a bad time, bro. Seeing chunks of human flesh yep. and like deep purple looking like, yep. bro, don't do it. Don't do it. Erase that. Stay on the other Just side. Just erase that little, that decision. Everything else can stay. Yep. Just that moment. Wipe that out. Wipe that. Gone. I'm going to go with when I was... Uh, younger, uh, just before you had gotten onto the street, actually, and uh, Brian and I were on the the you, the, the, inter- the internet was young, mm. and there was some crazy shit you could find on the internet. And mm. uh, we watched some of the uh, the early on uh, stuff where somebody had posted up that uh, somebody had been taken prisoner by one of the uh, you know like the extremist groups, Middle East, and I watched a man have his head severed by a knife while he was still alive. Can I erase that? I'd like to get rid of that one. Gonna erase that one. I went for a walk in my sock feet at two o'clock in the morning outside after watching that. Shit fuck you up pretty good. So I'd like to erase that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bad life choice watching that I'd video. Like, I'd like to re- I'd like to remove that one. On a one. scale that of was... things to watch as a kid. Yep. 
Erase that one. We're going to remove that one. 11 years old and you're watching Duke get his head sawed off while he's still living? No. It's a no. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no every day of the week. Hard pass. Yeah, no, I'm good. So I get rid of that one. What a way to end a podcast, yeah? But that's the end of the technical (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening, for stopping by. Uh, As always, patreon.com slash lag TV. Keep us in mind and all of your other creators that you love in mind uh, that it, uh, you know are on YouTube or other places because we're getting to the point where you know a dollar on these subscription things or like a like a Patreon or whatever they're using is going to make or break. Yes, most of them. Yes. So just keep us in mind. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Uh, we will see you guys next week for another Technolawful podcast. Jeff, Christmas is coming up. It's faster than I want to. Fucking wanna, coming. I want than I want to admit. Ho ho ho, bitch. Ho ho ho. We'll ho see ho you guys ho, bitch. Next week. Peace. <laughs>